0: Two, one. Hold it
1: now. Hold it 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 now. Welcome to the
0: Quincy Jones Show. You are now in the mix with the two-man power trip, Quincy Jones and Doc Lassen. What's going on? What is going on? Another fabulous episode of the Quincy Jones Show. I am uh, joined. It is a a full roundtable here. Got the magnanimous one, Mark McFly, as well as Doc Lesnar in the house. What's going on, guys?
1: Yo, what else? What's good? What's good?
0: Uh, I mean, hopefully, uh, this review will be good. Yeah. Uh, but it you usually know, is you know, before we get into review, uh, you know, we usually do some uh, what what we call it, some round uh, round roundtable round roundtable headline talk, some round. Round robin type of deal. What we, we, we call it a mixed bag sometimes. Just a little coffee talk. A little coffee. Well, this is all I got. I don't, I don't have much to be honest. Um, I can uh, comment on saying that I believe Chris Statlander just underwent uh, her yeah. uh, surgery successfully. Successful, yes. Uh, I believe it was two or three days ago, probably three days by the time this episode comes out. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, good luck and uh, good health with you know as far as the recovery speedy recovery with her Man, no, aliens got a way different type of body altogether. So well, she's gonna I feel mean real quick you it, know? when you think about it you know you know again i don't want to go into politics but some woman just came out saying they've been using alien dna and cures for for years so i mean hey should, all right speed up the process just a bit but uh in other news uh i guess this is also aw related there was actually a question uh going around um it was uh, actually Cody, who was uh, answering this, they were asking him about if AEW has any interest Mm -hmm. in trying to bring in Kurt Angle or Tessa Blanchard. I heard Um, Miro as well. Well, See, that's another one I got to report on, because I I literally just got that news before you walked in. Uh, His answer was, Kurt is amazing. I had three matches with Kurt when I left WWE. That's a very special wrestler. I'm not sure if he wants to keep doing it, though. I look at someone like that, and I look at what is their interest like beyond just being a wrestler. When you're multifaceted like that, and you have an Olympic background i would just be curious as to where his passion levels lie beyond in ring uh, i don't know a lot about the current situation with her and impact now talking about uh tessa mm. tully her father is an aw that's more kenny omega and also my wife an aw chief brand officer yeah, I had to get that over uh brandy and tony carving out the the growing and evolving women's division They'd have more of a beat on that. She was part of All In for us, and anyone who was part of All In has mm-hmm. a special place in my heart. On a personal level, I always want all the second and third-generation wrestlers to have the best experience. Mm. She has a lot a lot of talent. I'm sure it's something Kenny, Randy, and Tony have discussed. So, Well, I mean, we've talked about it on off-air. I mean, it seems like when – I want to say uh, Tessa, but when someone even likes a Perazzo was available – Kenny didn't really bat an eye, so I don't know what his taste is in women's wrestling. Um, but hopefully, that's because his brother's poor host, though. He's like, "No, nah, I'm rolling with Marty, bitch." I guess no, you know kidding. it must be, you know. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it'll be interesting because they definitely just need a, a a solid injection into that women's division, and not what showed up. No, last definitely night. not. But uh, we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, man. The only other uh, actually now I, I just remember the other uh, headline I had. You guys hear about this? Uh, what? WWE. And I don't know if it's like, because at first I heard two different stories. That their plan B of SummerSlam includes uh, either filming on yeah. an actual ship. Is that real? And it, I'm like, didn't Jericho do that already? Anyways. So they're just, um, just yeah, stealers Yeah, like a submarine. Naval. So the submarine thing is actually yeah, real. I feel like they try trying oh. to go, let's take what we did with Lex and go the next level <laughs> not a body slam challenge oh, a summer slam challenge man, challenge. <laughs> man. You know i mean, I, mean I, I i said i heard it was i was I'm like worried. is this like wrestle island are we doing like are you busting a uh, dana white here no, or that's dead or alive bro I'm t- that that is dead or alive <laughs> okay. it's it, it's it's crazy i don't know I, I mean it's i don't think it's i mean i get that SummerSlam being like what the probably the number two out of the big four I don't consider it that oh, would anymore, you make it? but yeah, yeah. that's kind of what it's viewed as. I mean, I mean, I, I would think a, a close second would be Royal Rumble, too, just because yeah. of the implications yeah. leading up to WrestleMania. But I would say that's probably, it would probably go, for me, Mania, Rumble,
1: and then, yeah, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Survivor like Series too. is too
0: gimmicky now. No, yeah, it lost its luster long-ass mm-hmm. time ago. Um but yeah I, I do mean, love
1: I do love a great survivor series match though if I'm being honest with you. So Oh
0: yeah. If they do it right and it makes sense and we don't have uh Rocky no Mayhew beat with these, everyone with a shoulder breaker
1: with a uh, multi with the multi man the tags and they're way better when they're elimination style cuz it's like well, they're, would, they're, I like the, that. Yeah. the chaos slowly the chaos slowly goes away. Yeah. And, and they they there's it's not as much nonsense too. and it and it whittles down, you know, so mm-hmm.
0: Uh yeah, I, I prefer that style of a uh, uh, tag like multi-man tag matches than, than just a straight up. I mean, like a trios, like three on three. Okay. But if you're going to go like four on four, five on, yeah, it's like, yeah, we need to see like an yeah. all-star type of elimination, you know, style. I mean, I'll break it down like this. Any multi-match where Joe doesn't get basically sacrificed in his oh. own backyard, that's what I'm for. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. And we're talking, was that, we're talking was that, was that last Joe year or was that Yes, yeah, Samoa ago. Joe, that yeah, Joe. Man. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, How many years ago was that now? Uh, I would say two. Man. I would say at least yeah. two.
0: I think that was uh, twenty twenty eighteen. Twenty. I mean, if it's two years ago, it'd make it twenty. I was hot, bro. Oh, Yeah, twenty eighteen. You're right. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's just the misuse is just. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to get Ronda. It's Becky, criminal. Remember, it's criminal, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the last thing I had to say, and I got this little bit of news. Uh, I guess across my proverbial desk here before uh, this session started. It's not real. Uh, Rusev, a.k.a. Miro, has uh, seemingly announced his retirement from wrestling.
1: Whoa. That's crazy. He's going to be a Twitch streamer.
0: That's on the heels of hearing he was talking about launching a Twitch stream because he wants to show everybody, quote, how great he is at video games. But I feel like if he retires, and I hope it's not because – WWE as a whole is just well, like shut down his whole experience. Well, you know he, he he's currently affected. He's infected with COVID. Right? I, I did yeah. I did hear that, but so I, I don't know mean, if that had anything to do with it either. That's like crazy. if it was health concerns or he just has so much still left in the tank as a well. He look. has a lot of he has a great yeah. lot of great potential. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of people that he could that he could. There's a lot of money in the table. He's leaving if if that's the way he goes. And I know it's not all about money, but whew, I mean he's I'm, grown. I, a I'm lot a uh, what. Brought us to the dance on on Rusev, yeah. 100%. You know what I mean. So it's like crazy to think now
1: is when he wants to hang the uh, boots up. But go ahead, Mark. I'm just glad to see that he's following in the footsteps of Logic. You know what I'm saying? The great rapper Logic,
0: <laughs> the greatest, the the greatest rapper ever.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, dude, I, I was, or, I, lo, or Lodge or Lodge, as Joe Budden calls him.
0: Oh, he, <laughs> 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 dude, yeah. I'm laughing because of the fact that ever since he announced that his last album was coming out, like everyone's been referencing the Joe Budden episode. Out the woodworks, you know, that I've always puts a smile on my yep, face. Yeah, talk about Joe Budden in a positive light. So, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, love, but you, you know I love you know, I love rare, realtor. very rare. Um, but yeah, man, those are uh, that's pretty much all I had, uh, as far as headlines. But I think, uh, so let's, let's not waste any more time. Want to get into some Wednesday Night Wars, guys? Yeah, let's try to review this because, uh, I know we want to break them off something proper after the break. So, yeah, so we'll get tough. right back. I to mean,
1: that, we but. were just talking, uh, the five man tag, so. I yeah,
0: mean, th- we can start with that. AEW yeah, A- me- Dynamite uh this week uh, the five man you talk about Inner Circle, you know, proud and powerful Hager, Jericho, Sammy G finally returning in ring against the best friends, Orange Cassidy and I would say Jungle Express sans Marco even though Marco was there. So yeah. oh, or the, or the, they called him the best friends and friends. Yeah, which is <coughs> Yeah, first thing I I'll, I'll say um can I can I just say one note? I see that it just says Matt Hardy returns. Yeah, because <laughs> most of my notes aren't positive. Uh, the commentary, I, I'm, I'm so sick of the inconsistency they mention <laughs> as it starts Quote, Jericho requested this match, so he got it. When we all know last week, quote unquote, Tony yelled through the yeah. commentary that this match is now signed while right he's still night. in the ring. So mm-hmm. it's like that doesn't even make any sense. And no no continuity. Until, but NXT did the same thing because they said, Finn wanted that triple threat match and got it from Regal. And it's like, "Ah, that doesn't make any sense. You guys are doing triple threat qualifiers, but I digress. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was just the commentary didn't help because of the fact that they were pointing out everything Mm -hmm. that was wrong. Like, you know, even, you know, you got Jim Ross, like, Hey, they got all five guys in the ring at the same time, ref, And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we know, but we don't need you to say it because it's already bad. And then like, you got Tony yeah. to provide the coverage, like, well, maybe it's just based on the discretion of the referee, which is something we fans say. But you get tired of being the one to say it to so <laughs> well, you in the it's face. Just, it's just so stereotypical, like the, the the most typecast thing to say in that situation. Definitely, you know what I mean. Where it's it's like it's like if you know John Machi comes out, and then all of a sudden Jim Ross says, "Oh man, business is about to pick up." Yep, exactly. You know what I mean? It's just it's the thing to say, and it's like. I don't know. This match was clunky. I don't know what they talked about before they went out there. Yeah. Even um, that senton by Chuck, which is usually flush, a little, uh, real clunky, and that whole, hey, I'm going to toss Marco at you, oh, and dude. then you toss him at me, and then, and then he's going to jump on my, my back, back and-, and do a – What was the – I just – Marco needs yeah. to stop getting involved, man. Marco like, it, it was it like just, uh, you know? Mario climbing into the Luchasaurus squirrel suit. Exactly. And then, but for nothing. <laughs> and then last week, I was talking about that weird telegraph type of uh, spot, which I was borderline on, you know? Tope Hurricanrana by Jungle oh, Boy yeah. sending one guy to yeah. Santa. And then they did it again. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, that's, at least they got, my, least got my, it my off new, early. Yeah. That's my I mean, least would least favorite the best. spot
1: of all time. Can't stand that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the best spot to me, the whole uh, whole match was you get the half and half, and then you get the code breaker, then the backstabber, then the high knee. You get the. Sure. I, mean, I am hurting. a fan of those. I am a fan of those sequences. Like towards yeah, the end exactly. of a match, when you know everything's breaking down, it's a exactly. damn car wreck, Sammy. I, I, I could you this, and then we. That get, I guess felt... they're calling the tail whip the spinning lizard now. Yeah, I don't know. What I heard is, him the tail whip. A, call it. I kind of swear I heard him call the tail whip, but I guess may, maybe I don't know. Maybe the tail whip is the the fade to black maybe yeah that that well that's what they call like one person called it the tail whip and someone's like he calls that the spinning lizard and it's like i've never heard that he must have called it this morning so <laughs> well, it's not on my bt episode exactly this week. <laughs> but uh, this would end hardy would run in randomly on the apron his music hits it's which a, uh, a little bit of continuity there because you know we did get that uh, announcement that matt hardy was not going to be uh, doing yeah. what and, gimmicks anymore I don't... and we'll probably get go back to that because i wasn't a fan of that but it sounded like he was just mad about all the projects he was starting or trying to sink his teeth into and the AEW weren't like you know i guess anytime you try to touch something something happened is what it seemed like but it's just like why would you air that out in such a long way but anyway uh he costs sammy his uh win on this first match first, back yeah. and uh there's a stare down and you just hear matt tell him welcome back so you know he says you're mine i'm gonna eat you alive yep <laughs> and then, yeah, that was pretty much it. Well, I man, mean, we had the uh, promo from John Moxley. Loved it. Yeah, I was going to say, very solid. Uh, I love when he casually cusses. Um, you know, says he'd be a punk bitch if uh, he stood by idly and Speaking let someone. Speaking of punk bitches. <laughs> yeah, that's how he Starks. did that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so yeah. he's basically coming to uh, Darby's that, Aid. Really... I'm sorry, but that was the most non Dean Ambrose uh, promo he's had probably this year. I, yeah, the only thing was that. I don't start fights. I finish them. It's like ah, that's that's right in the wheelhouse. But I get it. You well, know? the only mm-hmm. problem I have with that, I was like, well, you clearly started the fight at double or nothing against Kenny <laughs> Omega. But- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very true. Very true. And the one thing, can I just say this right now? It's so redundant to hear Taz call Cage the FTW World Champion, the F the World World Champion. Yeah, because that's what you know. Because a lot of people think FTW stands for For the Win because it's the modern acronym. <clears throat> And a lot of people don't yeah. know that belt because it's only been defended like three, four times. I think Sabu won it, Chris Chetty won it, and then Taz won it again and then retired it. That's it, you know? So – uh, mm-hmm. Did Shane – the franchise win it? The FTW? No. Hmm. It was just been – I, I, I was say, and I know Taz they were beefing Chetty, for though too so. back in the day. Bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now after this, we had Cody versus Warhorse. Um Shout that, out to Warhorse first of all. Uh, yeah. I did do, do some coverage on him. I thought it was crazy just to see – so many guys that I like either talked to mm-hmm. online or have mm-hmm. interviewed or done like some media for, for like, you know, in, in our case, we, you know, we did some, uh, uh some coverage for zeller Pro Wrestling. They had a tournament. Warhorse was in it. And I mean, I, I have to admit, like, finding out. Warhorse was in it? Yes. Really? Finding out, uh, yeah, he was actually going against, uh, the American Kaiju on that one, who was defending his, uh, he won a championship tournament title for uh, the second year, but oh, at the second tournament. Got yes. you, got you. Okay. Um, but yeah, I have to say, finding out so much uh, tape on him and his character, and trying to figure out what I'm going to say, and uh, showcasing his moveset, the highlight reel and stuff, it really got me into him. So like, I was really like surprised to see that he got the opportunity. Um, I, I mean, it was uh, just honestly just a cool moment for him again it's I mean, always uh interesting definitely interesting cat yeah, i mean he, he uh, yeah he um... my notes I wrote warrior and Tatanka's love child, <laughs> like you know what I mean because of the gear the 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 name um, but he proved me wrong. Like I thought, yeah, he's like, about that heavy metal life. Yeah, I mean, weighing yes. four thousand pounds of raw heavy metal and yeah. here to rule ass, as he put. It. Wait, so. Which is, the, that, I, I was laughing because I was like, that's literally what he told me to write in, in his bio. And then this is he's he brought it to AEW. I was like, that's awesome. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. No, definitely. Um, I thought it was a. Oh, this is what I wrote. Pretty okay match between the two better than Um, some of the last ones he's had for sure my only thing was i just you know not to go right into the ending of this but obviously there's some bigger news that's attached to this match as well um i just i wasn't too sure why they used warhorse as kind of i mean not specifically but you know his opponent being warhorse this week i just felt like him being part of the reason why the dark order like targeted cody out of like seemingly nowhere um it was just weird because when you think about it the last time Dark Order even mentioned Cody. This is when they were running the vignettes before the uh, exalted one was even revealed. Yeah. Uh his voice was still, you know, all mess uh, you know, freaking modulated and whatnot. And yeah, that's that's back when they were talking about trying to uh, you know, pretty much what's the word? Uh recruit like some of the the, the guys from the elite. But I've but it's been some time since they revisited that narrative you know what i mean so that's why i, th- I don't know it was just like it was definitely random i don't know if warhorse was specific in that role or if it would have been like mark quinn or what? sunny kiss or whoever else like i don't know if, if this yeah. was because but i will say the match was laid out a lot better than i would say last week's match for sure even though it still had some of the stuff the orange chagrin to the push-ups and the being kind of cocky and all that stuff and he does win with the figure four you know what i mean but yeah it's kind of <coughs> random, why is silver and reynolds even out here kind of deal that, and that was the thing it was like if, at least if brody was there at the entrance watching yeah it, okay cool right it seemed like yeah total independent like a run. total renegade like i mean and if you're watching bte okay maybe if it was on the along the lines of oh we got to do something to, to try to get her a cred back okay but it didn't come off that way you know it just yeah. was real ran- and and, and my thing was if you're going to bring in Matt Cardona which is obviously the uh, the big news I was referring to yeah and if you guys don't know you, you they... could have found you could i mean you could have had Jack Jake Hager come out because you know he mm-hmm. probably could still be pissed about him not definitively winning in, in his opinion, you know, against yeah. him at uh Fest and he's not suspended anymore. So yeah, you, know what I mean? you do kind of have a it, a thread to go back to that if you want to. But yeah, no, I mean Reynolds and Silver, they do get Warhorse out the out the match and they do try double team coding. Like you said, Matt Cordona makes his big debut. I don't know what he's calling this finish, but he hits twin rough riders, uh has a new shirt on. It looks like a million bucks and of course the IWC went crazy with the photo calling it the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Cause yeah, that's what everyone's everyone. been waiting for. So. <laughs> okay. Well, everyone's been, they, they're waiting to see them, uh, tag together on like Jericho's cruise. Definitely. And then boom. Speaking of Jericho, the next segment, uh, would be Tony Schiavone. He announces all out gentlemen, uh, September 5th, I believe, uh, yeah. it's, it's on Saturday. It's
1: unfortunate. And, uh,
0: yeah. And then the, uh, inner circle interrupts, uh, obviously Jericho's still mad. Sammy's mad. He calls Matt Hardy, a son of a bitch, for spoiling his, you know, welcome back victory that he had in he mind. He called him son of Elbitch. Uh, that's right. Elbitch. I'm sorry, you know? <laughs> um, so then, you know, Jericho goes ahead. He, uh, announces a rematch with Cassidy in two weeks on August 12th. Yeah. And then, uh, He says that when Cassidy loses, he owes him seven grand for the jacket. We all know that's not going to go down. Uh, He also uh, challenged Cassidy to a debate next week with a, quote, unquote, special guest moderator to be announced. Well, you said, quote, Um, unquote, a special guest moderator that will blow people's minds, end quote. Yeah, that's more specific. Thank you. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm thinking Virgil. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's going to be a letdown. You know what I mean? Like, I think they're going to try to surge it up just to have, like, a comical whatever. Uh, But now, basically, it ends. And I want to get you guys' opinion on this. Jericho kind of makes his, compl- uh, his comment about, like, because he compliments his intellect and says, you might as well call the debate ladies night, as if, like, all the ladies <coughs> line up just to hear him talk. Is it me, or did that seem like bad taste standing next to Sammy, who just got back from sensitivity training? A little bit. Uh, it sounded a bit misogynistic to me, a little bit. You know, like, like they're just gonna be Lining up to see me
1: and Sammy. Well, and I'm just thinking. See, it, 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 don't I, Sammy I think that. it, but I their gimmick it, is the lay sex gods. They have to. They, they can't. Well, I mean, that's what are yeah, that's do true. Like for that? me,
0: I didn't take it the same way. Like when he said that, I was trying to like piece it together myself, and I thought maybe because you know they always say like, "Oh, ladies love a master debater." You know what I mean? So oh, I, yeah. I, th- I thought it was like an old tug on that string because you know Jericho likes to pull from obscure stuff. And why is like, this feud know?
1: still fucking going? By the way, Wait, oh, is you talking about him in orange? Yeah, who cares? Because he smells like cat pee. I'm sorry, cat pee. That's so dumb, bro. And that was another thing. Bro, can I just tell you guys that I used to like Ortiz and Santana, and I'm just, like, so done with these dudes. All they, is, they all they do is all they do is bump around. All they fucking do is bump around the fucking ring like the Three Stooges, bro. Well, no, they don't, you're they've, right they've though. Never a, they haven't done a fucking single I serious. I think Santana
0: thing. is more to be more taken seriously than
1: Ortiz, though. Well, the, the, I mean, but, I really want to like them. I really, really want to like them,
0: man. But really. I was gonna say because that's part of the problem is like, okay, they can do that, and every crew needs that, obviously. X- enter yes. you know, insert X Pac and Road Dog and Badass Billy Gun here, but when that group splits up, it doesn't do any favors for them. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I, And they're a stellar tag team. Unless yeah. they're going to be the ones to remove themselves from the group. Yeah. Then I that's mean, different. You know what I mean? Then that's a power move they can play. But I don't want to wait till then. And, and not to run <laughs> and rush right into fantasy booking, but I mean, if, if, you know, I know Mysterio's supposed to be sitting down with WWE to figure out what mm-hmm. he's going to do. If Cody could get Mysterio, him and Lucha Bros and uh, Proud and Powerful as a click phew, well, be, you know what would be better than that if they don't get Mysterio is, you know, we did just see Eddie Kingston who already has uh, a history with both those guys. Very true. Right. Yeah, I think is putting, is I think putting him putting them with Kingston would be dope in my yeah, opinion. Definitely. I think uh, that would uh, be kind of kind yeah, of yeah, I mean, I more uh, seriously. Well, cuz they were um it was Conan and Santana and Ortiz versus Fuck, why
1: not even bring Conan back? Why why not why can't Jericho bring
0: Conan back? I have no idea. But, yeah, it, it was Conan and, and Impact. Well, he, he's still working with AAA though, too. And Impact, wow. it was it was uh, Conan and Santana and Ortiz going up against the original LAX of Homicide and Hernandez right. with Kingston. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a dope match. So, yeah, they, they, you know, that's how they became the new LAX and all that. So, again, there's already... You know, and they got stories lot, there, and they got a dope rivalry with the Lucha Bros too. So that's—I've been kind of waiting for those matches to start back up. But I digress. Um, um, I, I speaking did get tag team rest. Yeah, I was gonna say I did like this next segment a lot. A lot, uh, yeah. The we, FTR uh, got, contract signing. Yeah, I got a, a, a vignette of a, I, I guess it's like a backstage promo. We had FTR with Tony Shavani uh, at a table. They're gonna officially sign their AEW uh, contract, so and I guess I, that's I, home for them. But I'm, I'm pretty sure they have a door open for. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm sure they mentioned all the benefits of, you know, of their contract on air. But what I do have to mention, I don't know if you guys did see the Twitter uh, exchange that led to this is what happened was AEW had posted their rankings and then cash wrote hello. Is anyone there meaning like, where are we at? And then Tony responded (laughs) saying, as I've told your attorney, you each need to sign your contracts before we can rank you in the top five. And then Dax he responded saying, Mr. Khan is dropping personal info on Twitter, but we'll make our decision today, which would bring us to, you know, that's why they set the table for this contract signing. I loved it. Um, crazy I, to think, oh, we need a tag team consultant and in walks Arn Anderson. Well, guy. well, what what I loved about it was how he walked in alone because yes. we've mm-hmm. never seen Arn on screen without Cody. Usually not, no. You know what I mean? Like very, very seldom, and if it is, he's he's doing a promo talking about a upcoming like Cody match, mm-hmm. but you never seen him with anybody else interacting with anybody else in that way. Like he did with them, which I thought was very important. Um, I love the way he was like, you know, "Let me look at these contracts here." You know oh I mean? yeah, he was like, "You got your signing bonus um, I'm front right?" I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there was some interesting. They have it, I think, probably exclusive to their matches. Only yeah, only that there's an enforced 10 second period for the tag. Uh, you know, for the uh, I think grabbing a tag string and doing a double team well, move. Well, or something th- like if that. you know, because they they were commenting on it on commentary that they got rid of the tag rope. That there's no, they don't use tag ropes and in, in on, for the tag matches anymore. But so hey, wait.
1: Hey, so were they implying? Were they implying? that for all of their matches those yeah yeah they were saying that
0: so they're like well for our matches we want the row
1: yeah you know what i mean so i'm like that that's that's going to give them a little so it's not it's not for all of AEW it's just for their specific matches it's
0: to build their credibility which is really smart to be honest with you and then they're trying
1: to make it part of the gimmick
0: exactly and then uh they also secured i guess something that was promised to them by tony khan a uh, tag team appreciation night, which they're going to be hosting, I believe, on August twelfth. Yep. Uh, they go ahead and put pen to paper. At this point, Hangman Page, who's obviously become sort of a drinking buddy of FTR lately, mm-hmm. he shows up. Congratulatory uh, cups of whiskey, and he, he gives he offers one to Arn, who declines kindly. And you know, they kind of yeah. just make a toast. Well, and, you know, we know what I got. I, I was like, is that was that? Like a, a a light jab at like the Alicia Fox thing? I, I hope not. That'd be <laughs> weird. But. I, something I did notice was when they got back to commentary, Ski Avone said something like uh, the Mid-Atlantic Boys, right? No, 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 no. So, Paige said it first. Oh, did he? He said it when he walked in. He said, well, as soon as they signed, I was because I was going to bring that up, I'm like, do you guys think that, that could be a possible like trio name for him is the Mid-Atlantic Boys? I, I, I would love for
1: those guys to be to click up, man. That would I, I be think fucking it's, amazing. Yeah, it's inevitable. I'm so – bro – hangman page is so fucking over with me right now that dude is, honestly him i him and mjf are probably the most over oh, i can't wait me. to get to that yeah, because yeah,
0: like the thing with adam page i was looking at i was watching it uh, and i was thinking the same thing as you mark because i was like i've been a fan for so long and i'm just like yeah thinking i'm like i'm a fan of him as a wrestler but mm-hmm. his acting is great too because he he'll have me where i'm like dude what's up with you yeah, yeah, Like, don't like, have me mad at him, but if he's mm. in the ring, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Hey, man's wrestling.
1: Let's fucking watch this match. You know what I mean? He's so, he's one of the only dudes that when he comes out, his entrance, where I look at him, I, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna, like, beat the fuck. He looks like... He actually looks he's, like... But, he's, yeah, he looks hot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like nobody else little... doesn't seem to get to to, to, to have that. But as he, as he's much got as it, he... you
0: know, so. As much as he drinks, there's no liquid uh, liquid courage needed. Yeah. for this. right, guy. right, exactly, Speaking exactly. Page, yeah. um, I was gonna say because that would take us to the next match, was the tag team title mm-hmm. match with uh, Dark Order, well, Page, and Omega. I wonder. I, I, actually, real- I
1: actually enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would. I thought I was gonna hate this, but I actually yeah, didn't. I, I, I did too. I like the commentary. I like. I did too. The, I, the I like actions. I like cult. I liked Colt a lot. Oh my I like God. what they're doing with Colt. Dark, uh, Dark
0: Order is the hottest thing right now. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I definitely I, I forgot I was going to bring this up because I don't think I have another chance to bring it up where it's relevant. Uh-huh. Um, I have a feeling, and I really did after watching Arn in that last segment with FTR being there by himself unsolicited, and just seeing how he's been kind of irritating Arn in his matches with the push-ups and not listening, I feel like yeah. Cody's going to turn the heel on Arn.
1: I mean, yeah, which, sure
0: that could the other. which would be the opportunity to get him away from him and have him get closer to FDR without it being weird. Yeah, but I mean, it's I only – and, and, and you got Cardona now, so who knows where <sighs> he's going to fall. Is he going to join the Nightmare family? And, you know, maybe with Cordona there, he doesn't really need to lean on, on as much. No. So let me
1: ask you this. Does that mean that uh, – sean spears that would be they're, they're st- you think they're still gonna try to push that four horsemen thing or you think they're just gonna do a trio yeah, with ftr and uh i mean uh, did
0: you guys see the uh i did uh, see uh, on BTE there was yeah that i was gonna say, I horsemen, it yeah. too it's like yeah. who, who gives a fuck about the four horsemen yeah yeah, yeah. no seriously to me uh oh you talking about uh, yeah i love him when, when matt has his, his, his list own, of searches yeah, yeah. which, which what, there was some funny ones this, this week for sure but now I, I hear you on that because it's like to me i think it should be just a trio because yeah, After the whole thing with Spears and Arn and, yeah, it's... And, and, and Tully and Cody, like, I don't see them being able to reconcile horsemen or not right away. Yeah. Like, I feel like I don't know if I want to see two coaches in that stable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That's, I mean, and, uh, my, uh, the reason I asked is because I think last time we <laughs> talked about this, I was saying the theory of like maybe Arn turning on Cody, never yeah. like, I ain't letting no roads in the horsemen, but it could be the other <laughs> way around. Cody's always been great at heel or he, yeah, yeah I, I think that too, but it also could come into form. Maybe just are just flat out just revokes his offer. Cause he's just sick of the, the you know, the, <laughs> the antics and, and yeah. the hijinks. Yeah. I need to be with a champion who takes it seriously. Or I gotta be honest
1: with you though. As my, like, I, I don't mind what happens because I like all the people involved. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I just can't be. I do think that I, if, in my opinion, and maybe this is controversial, but I think that is a, I think Cody Hangman and the FTR is a worthy successor successor to the Four Horsemen. Like I think it's the, like the amount of talent there is yep uh I think it's like merited for the, for them to call themselves a the Four Horseman. You know, I don't think that's outrageous. So yeah.
0: But no, I mean uh again so yeah, I'm sorry. We had yeah, no, the yeah, we AW good. Tag Team Championship match: Dark Order against the uh, yeah. defending Hangman Page I mean, I and was... Kenny Omega. You were talking about C- uh, Colt, yeah? Cabana on commentary. We did see the reemergence of Anna J. Yeah, I was going to say the too. it's crazy because we were just talking about her. Yes, we sure. were just talking. I mean, from last last week and also on you know on on our personal chat, uh, mm-hmm. I was going to bring out that I was going to bring up the fact that um you know yeah Cabana was on commentary. He was flanked by both Anna J. and Brody. His commentary was awesome. Uh, stuff I also noticed: Bucks were shown watching the match. Yeah. SCU was watching the match, mm-hmm. or at least Frankie was. Um, the match started weird, where Hangman just kind of started the match on his own while Omega was still doing his entrance. So I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, I, I was like, the noticeable tension is like, he like, why jump the gun if you see me coming out, bro? Yeah, exactly. But then again, like, you know, maybe he's like, oh, he'll just see me and run in.
1: I don't. I don't but know. also, but also, Kenny not run in, Not rushing in is, well, all, I, is I think he, like he didn't know until it. like it, it, it's i don't know it's weird it's hard to no because see, you because 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 he stood there for like a minute and like looked at it like like annoyed instead of just yeah, going out. Yeah, like like are you serious so, come on yeah, bro yeah. yeah so but uh he didn't, I like, he didn't uh, instinctually he didn't inst- instinctually just run and help it like which is what they've been trying to get that's what they've been trying to get over with the audience is that yeah, i know it should have been like don't have that bitch. yeah there's a hesitation
0: yeah. You don't touch my button, nigga, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right, right. <Yeah. laughs> but not, nothing. Yeah. But nothing. But, uh, <laughs> no, Colt, uh, I thought things to, to highlight, too, his response when he was asked if he's part of the Dark Order. Yeah. He said, I'm just hanging out right now. Uh, <laughs> also commented on how Brody only demands victories, and that's how yeah. oh, Brody's a great motivator and leader, and that's something I admire, good leadership. Yeah, know. That, that was uh, that was kind of funny how they were saying, like, you're like, oh, that's funny because, you know, uh, Brody doesn't demand anything. Actually, all he demands are victories. Yeah. I'm like, uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you a little lost it let, let me ask you
1: guys this do you do you think that brody is the biggest i mean I mean, you think colt is obviously the biggest recruit uh that they've it's, ever gotten right so far yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah i don't, so, think, I don't think anyone has surpassed yeah 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 but that might be also because of tenure and experience yeah, I was saying as a of journeyman song, yeah. versus mm-hmm. like how mm-hmm. many t- if he's a decorate you know what i mean like
1: if they got Kurt Angle, which they won't, it'd be a different Yeah, I would mean, be a. a I'd difference. say I'd say if they botched this Cole Cabana thing and he doesn't end up joining the, the Dark Order, then I can't imagine we're, we're ever going to be able to take the Dark Order seriously again if they can't yeah. successfully I mean. recruit Cole Cabana. Yeah, so, well, one,
0: well uh, I was just going to say I noticed that after that tension in the beginning, they did have a little bit of a moment of cohesion. Oh yeah, they, um, I mean, after a few tag match uh, tag team moves. Oh yeah, they were doing uh, yeah. you know, like the, the like I like to say they're playing all the hits, the vaulting German suplex, the you know the, what was it the, uh, the 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 double chops back and forth exactly you know the yeah. v trigger and then the shooting star or or no it was something else it was like but you, you get what we're saying but notable spots i saw was when Stu got whipped into the corner he's done this spot before he he runs and takes the momentum and does a tope sent on over the corner he landed on uh hangman cameraman was nowhere to get that on camera which was a damn shame uh, Really, um, in could, my opinion I uh, look, the one i saw I mean, I saw him go over the camera, but I never saw him make contact with. Really, with yeah. I, I'm wondering if we had two different versions because yeah, yeah I, I didn't get any of the commercials. So oh, okay, yeah, because yeah, I was gonna say the one I saw, he hit him, but then also hit definitely hit himself on the apron, and then the the camera like. Immediately cut away. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, that, that was my. Uh, maybe that's why you didn't see it. I don't okay, know. That, that makes sense. Um, I I did want to give credit to the Dark Order who are yeah, also was, playing their own hits. Oh um, yeah, I was gonna say they had some crazy, sp- oh, but, crazy. But you spots, know it's stuff like, we haven't seen in a while. Well, then. I was gonna say I feel like we haven't seen this and they haven't shown out since you know. Yeah. And, and I had to look, like, fight for the fallen of twenty nineteen. Yeah. I. That's why I was excited to see them in action because, A. Because they are a good team. They, they are a good team. They have great tandem offense, like mm-hmm. electric chair into the sit-out power box. Oh, that was crazy. yeah, That was yeah. um The 450 splash and cannonball combo has always been cool to look at. You know what I mean? Where they, they just – it's crazy. The revolutions they, they do at the same time. I was going to say, really they, cool. they do things that you didn't – as a team that you wouldn't expect them to when you see them. Exactly. And And like I said, I was excited because, again, innovative – uh, team <clears throat> and it's been a while since like you said these guys have gotten rocking but they do end up losing the match they get uh pop up powerbomb by page followed by the rear v trigger uh and then they obviously hit the last call to win the match um it's really all about the post-match really because um you can yeah. audibly hear brody tell anna and colt i need you to go in the back right away and they kind of put over like to shield them from <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what he's, he's about do, do. you <laughs> know he's, he's done it from with colt before yeah yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. seen him do that with colt before yeah, and I thought it was crazy how he even escorted them to the tunnel before grabbing the mic. You know, mm-hmm. he was like really serious, like I need you out of here. Like, yeah, because I think yeah, last yeah. week when when he when uh, Hangman won, and then he started like you know, oh, I, I'm sorry, I'm not in a place to join the cult right now. That's that, he's like, okay, put cult to bed. Yeah, we're about it's to over. we're about to drop the hammer on this guy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Now he kind of goes back because you know he dresses down, uh, you know, Stu and Uno on the on the stage, and then basically he catches Hangman laughing. He calls him out for laughing. And Tonto tons omega for deciding to show up and then you see the bucks enter the ring to kind of join them now uh brody says there's way more members and they see you know and they're everywhere the strength of numbers and at that moment the creepers show up which i was hoping we'd never see these guys again yeah man but the creepers, yeah, well, the way they look in, in the presentation that they had yeah, yeah you know yeah. the whole weird bike shirts with the white stitching on the black it's it's just not working but um Five and ten are out there too. They surround the ring, but of course, FTR crashed the party with another Styrofoam cooler, and they just uh, storm the ring and they save the elite and all the faces. Just kind of seem like they're getting along. It's well, one awesome. thing I was I did want to make sure I mentioned is you know they they had that freaking huge jam packed uh, version of uh, a W Dark on uh, on Tuesday, which was actually two hours more rather than a one hour spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the matches was uh, the newly named uh, tag team of Peter Avalon and uh, Brandon oh, Cutler, yeah, the, the Initiative. initiative yeah. uh, they mm-hmm. took on FTR in a losing effort. But, uh, of course, in – Hey, in, like, see, there you go, Mark. Like, like FTR like, took it. Every every yep. one of, uh, of uh, Brandon Cutler's matches, Young Bucks are usually there, front row. They were there watching the match, and uh, it was worth noting that FTR saw them after the match, walked
1: up to them, and they shook hands. Over oh, the hard okay. rail,
0: yeah, it was no funny business. Okay, yeah,
1: respect. I think the most the most important visual they're trying to they're trying to push after this uh, uh, post match like scrum or whatever is the is the 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 real elite like three man team of Kenny and, and the Bucks. Oh yeah, and then that this new click that that's forming there because that's that's an obvious money match. I mean, that, I told you they, they planted they the
0: seeds like what three weeks ago.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I like the, I, actually, fall, I like this first. I like this whole segment a lot more than I thought I would because I'm not high on the dark order and I'm not really high on FTR being friendly with the young bucks really, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh but I you know, I enjoyed it, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know, I was entertained by it, so, you know. There were things I didn't like, but overall uh I thought it was I thought it could have been the main event, honestly. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have been mad if it was. Yeah. Um after this, we did get a a a, a tableside promo yeah. from uh Britt, Britt baker. baker. Yeah. Who uh, basically throw downs a challenge, the big swallow, saying mm-hmm. that if she can beat an opponent of her choosing next yep. week, that uh, she can have a match with her. Um, I'd imagine this would go down at all out. I would think um, so. Too. She has talked about being at all out no matter what. Uh-huh. So, I have a um, theory, though. I mean, especially, and we'll, you know, with this deadly draw coming up, and we'll explain the Ooh. rules because that. Yeah, that's worth and definitely. And I'll, I'll, I'll just jump to it. Um, not to look over Hakura and Diamante, but it. It was a whatever match. Yeah, um, she, she did really one was. with a running knee smash. <laughs> That's all I could say about it. Um, other than that, yeah, the deadly draw rules are the tournament is a random draw. All competitors must draw a color. Matching colors will become a team, and selections are final and cannot be appealed. So it makes me wonder if by some chance, like, Rebel or Brit Baker are going to draw the same color as Swole. You know, just to – yeah some sort of like Add more into weird bedfellow oh strange bedfellows yeah. type of deal with, yeah, yeah, you know, Very for true. the sake of the cup they got to try to lean on each other even though they can't stand each other you know which so. the, the cup actually looked pretty good um when yeah, they showed it right. i mean it, it uh, it's silver it's, it's not <laughs> like there's like a freaking archetype for like no it's got to be a titan cup yeah because there's only titans in the cup industry <laughs> you know what I mean? but, <laughs> yeah, that's true but uh no i mean I, I thought it was actually pretty nice uh i put it like this in their more or less hidden 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 miss record of uh belt presentations and stuff like that. yeah i didn't mind or, or I, prize presentations in that i think regard. what it was for me is maybe the rules took away from it because i feel like there's always like just some funny business rules like these rules like for the well, battle royal and I'm it's hoping, always got to be a draw or like the you know like uh, the, the yeah. you know like it's always or what suit card and it's just uh-huh. like there's five people <laughs> you know and it's like this whole thing where it's just like hey man just draw a number can we That's play it. spades man yeah, you know yeah. But, yeah. And, and but just to cap this <laughs> off we do see nyla rose with vicky grell they get asked about hey who do you think would be your partner vicky says it doesn't matter who the partner is and then nyla draws the color purple uh, which has already been drawn by a returning R.E.N. Andrew. Not to AEW. She's debuting, I guess, for the tournament. But she's returning and let people know she's back to the world of wrestling. Now, only thing I remember <sighs> is this. Funkadactyl stuff. Yep. And I know that uh, my totally. close cousin you, uh, used to try to holler at her and didn't like her because they went to the same uh, uh, college. Uh, you went there too, Mark Northridge. What's
1: up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my friend, my, my, uh, my homie is like cousins with her. I was going to say, I, I oh, yeah. think I think you yeah. know someone
0: that's like cousins with her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all I, the only thing I know about her is all the stuff that was on Total Divas, which doesn't seem like a total uh, huge uh, fabrication <laughs> as far as yeah. like how her character was. out. I mean, look, I'm not trying to – She's fate least favorite punk that. The biggest thing ah. that we remember her for is dropping the, the split the leg drop on Naomi and then asking the referee to count the pin when yeah. Naomi is clearly on her stomach. Mm-hmm. Like, literally before we started this, someone already had it up. So, I mean, I'm not trying to hate on her. Uh, I do know that there was a rumor floating around uh, WrestleMania time before everything mm-hmm. kind of closed shop that they were thinking about bringing her back for some sort of Funkadactyl thing with Naomi. Yeah. Like, why, I don't know, because there's really no public interest in no. seeing it. Nope. Um, I, I'm not excited for this uh, – I'm not... I'm like this. If she wants to be in the division, whatever, right? I don't, I don't care one way or the other. I don't think it really legitimizes or brings... It just kind of mm-hmm. whatever, you know? But the fact that she's going to be, like, Nyla's partner, that's where I'm like, ugh. It's, like, it's weird. We ain't seen you work, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what? I don't she's know. She's like, I go here now. You can't say it's that. It's like, oh, just because she knew Brandy when she was eating, okay? You're just calling on old favorites man NXT. Like, come <laughs> on, man. It's... I don't know. It... it it's weird yep. it's just it's just weird but uh from this we had probably mark's most proudest moment i was watching this and you know sometimes kid i i um i will write a promo almost damn near word for word but there was just so many things that were being yeah said. I, I i just dropped like it some of just, the things that i know you mentioned i just want to say and by the way the state, of the, the state of the industry the industry
1: address mm-hmm. by uh maxwell j friedman jacob if you oh, will jacob. listen you know, i know, could Jake, i could watch if you're this, cool they, but they you're could, not they should just <laughs> they, they should have just made this the whole show i could watch this bro like like uh,
0: like this is my thing about this like he came out and you know the version i was watching i was watching what they were playing during the picture and picture without the picture and picture effect. oh man that titan um, was awesome too but what was great about it was, you know, he, he goes over there shaking people's hands over there mm-hmm. at the commentary table. And immediately he had, uh, I forgot the dude's it's name, a, but he's been a sanitizer. The, well, he, he, he's that guy that's been fed to every big man the last yeah, couple yeah, weeks. I know you told me, yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> he just, he hand open, sanitizer, boom. He's right there. He goes and kisses a fake baby, boom. Yeah. Guy's right there giving him freaking mouthwash yeah. and an empty <laughs> water bottle to spit it in.
1: <laughs> like, I was like, this is great. This is, this is yeah. going to be He had it all and planned out. Like, what? He he had it was so like meticulously planned out like the all the whole way that he like walked out Mm -hmm. everything sanitizer. um... Yeah, there's Ever, the obnoxious yeah, gum yeah. chewing. Mm-hmm.
0: To me, I love the uh, the visual of the political party that mock up logo with the lion because yeah. everyone knows he uses the lion on his mm-hmm. on his uh, mm-hmm. tights and stuff. I, believe, I, I think that does he have a? Ta- I think he may have a tattoo. I'm, of sure, it too. I'm definitely yeah on his
1: arm. He does yeah.
0: But, yeah. I mean, the the one thing I loved was that we deserve better in the MJF 2020. Yeah, not my <laughs> champion. Which I feel <laughs> like we definitely coined that years ago, but I'm not gonna take I think, credit. I think credit, that was but... yeah. I think we said that about like Roman Reigns or something. <laughs> it was one of those. And of course, times. you gotta love like, goes, marks. Oh people i said people i mean people <laughs> like he he knows what he's doing but that dude um, could yeah. totally be a fucking actor like if, yeah. if he wasn't wrestling mm-hmm. he he would mm-hmm. he would just be making bank <laughs> and yeah so with with this though like the main thing he, he points out i've never been showcased two weeks in a row on yep. on uh dynamite have you guys noticed that and, and he says it's probably because there's somebody that doesn't want to be upstage two weeks in a row, uh, continues to talk about this old guard and how, the, you know, this word change just has so much power because AEW is all about change. And even to the point where somebody wanted a quote-unquote paradigm shift and made it very mm-hmm. clear who he was talking about. Because yep. I thought he was talking about Cody at first, and then yeah. he, he went straight to Yeah, I, I thought he was going to just, just call out management. But, yeah, no, he – Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, he he makes a point. The old stigma of being the top guy, doing, saying whatever you want, fighting who you want, while at the same time saying, I was the old thing when the new is, like he said, old hat, brother. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did like – I did, I like when he said that. And then well, he said something like about, uh, you know, Mox coming from the land of the Titans. Yes. Yeah, that, I yeah. thought that was yeah. fair. Yeah, see, that's the thing is I feel like with if anyone else attempted this, they would think there was too much verbiage. Yeah, MJF yeah. MJF just knows who he is so much where it's like – you didn't feel like he was shoehorning anything. You just felt like no. he was hitting all and every point mm-hmm. he could make, so you could not. Yeah, he like, wasn't at all. He wasn't running yeah. like running each one to the ground. Like he, you know, yeah, he kept it pretty short, concise, logical. It wasn't like he was overdoing it. Yeah, I mean, other people would obviously prefer him not. It just it's just that stigma of all AEW does is take shots at WWE. All they do is mention WWE, uh, which I, I have more to you know. But, much support wasn't that he also, but wasn't he also well, taking I was just shots say, at wrestling in
1: general?
0: Well, I was just going to say, I mean, with, with him saying, like, oh, that's the stone-cold truth. I mean, how would you guys feel about that? I didn't mind it, but I just – I liked it. I, I loved it because it's great to come from MJF, but I thought it hurt the product by doing that and, and, a little and, bit. I, if, I think that that's more sense. specifically, is, yeah, is, if it if was no a good look else, or not.
1: Yeah, because if no one else came to that, you now they think that. You know what I mean? Well, Which I mean, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I mean, that's what Cornet's—that's what Jim cornette has been calling John Moxley for like about yeah. three months now. Is uh, uh, Stone Cold that, Light. He's, that he's that he's cosplaying as Stone Cold, basically?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and then that's what he was talking about. He's like, there's people that actually yeah. play. You know, there's people who, who are wrestlers There's people who play yeah. wrestlers who play, or, and play
1: rat. Like he he uses a lot of, of yeah. Jim Cornet's. Yeah, uh, to me, uh, I thought coin this.
0: This felt like a love letter to Cornette.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. and that's what it, it was. It, it really was, honestly.
0: But, you know, the most important thing that came out of this was uh, we did get a challenge at All Out yep. from MJF, Salt Annou- of the Earth. Announcing his candidacy yeah. for AEW World champion. And we'll see what Mox has to say. I mean, obviously, if this is what Tony wanted, we would have heard on commentary immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> I guess he did. He wasn't at the bat phone right yeah. there to let him know yeah. what's going on. But I would say two things I, I got to include. Uh, he did say, I want to take AEW from being the alternative to being the pinnacle of pro wrestling. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. he was talking about how I, oh, call, oh. I call for this new guard because, you know, the infrastructure is falling so fast under mocks. But I'm going to catch it. I'm going to put it on my back and take it straight to the top because... He's a talent, my talent outweighs your tenure. No, he, and, and he's used that before. He's used the talent over tenure argument before. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. It's one of my favorite ones he does. I also loved when he said that I'm going to be the guy that's going to carry this company on his back for the
1: next 25 years. Oh, 25 yeah. years, yeah. Because when he said that, I was like, I believe you. The way the, mm, the, the, How yeah. he said
0: it, how he, how he delivered it, I believe you.
1: Well, that's the difference. Yeah, exactly. That's the difference between him and everybody else is that when he says something, you fucking believe yeah. him, even if it's not true. Exactly. yeah and and, it, and and
0: that's the thing he says i can't tell a lie and he gives him credit he so he's one of the best wrestlers the sport has right. ever seen but then he also yeah. says aw was the land of opportunity and you squandered all that and it's just like i it's not True to a degree, but it's like, mm-hmm. when, like you said, when he says it, it's hard not to believe the words that are coming out of his mouth. Yeah. He's got that that diction and that presence. He knows exactly who he is. But, yeah, that, yeah like you uh, like you said, Quince, he would end by challenging Mox ultimately. I'm all for this at All Out. I've been wondering who's next in line. Um, and I guess we'll get a little bit of, uh, you know, answer on that in a second. But I, when-
1: I think this is going to te- te- test uh, Moxley's uh, mic skills, I think.
0: I think so, too, which no one's been – I think maybe Brody, but Brody's so entrenched with Mm -hmm. his gimmick that it's, you know, probably didn't go the way we thought it would. But Mm -hmm. they did have a good war of words. You know, one one guy I was thinking about, I was like, I would love to see a program with MJF, not for a championship, but just for something for him to do. Mm -hmm. I think it would show, you know, Iron Sharpens Iron. I think if MJF had a, a feud going with like a guy like Ricky Starks, that would have been really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I think we were talking about that last week. Like if he was a face, he'd be a yeah. good guy for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, we did we did get a match announcement after this yeah. uh, leading into the next week. We also, I mean, you know, they reiterated the, the debate between Orange Cassidy and uh, Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Uh, also talked about uh, FTR and the Elite teaming mm-hmm. up uh, against the Dark Order. Yep. Uh, in a twelve-man tag team match, player. Man, <laughs> yeah. When I saw that, I was not pleased, but whatever. Well, I was like, well, yeah. we just had this ten-man freaking. I know. It's just like We're, have it on dark, bro. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it looks like a dark match, especially but, when all and when every every person in that match has been on dark yeah. before. So speaking of dark order, though, we also get John Silver and Reynolds will be going against Cody and Cardona. which I, I did I think see that, we all yeah. knew that was going to happen. It's a little. <laughs> tune-up match for cardona to you know right what he's been up to and show off his physique and then of course we got another update with mjf to look forward to uh, but that will bring us to our main event gentlemen the uh, tornado tag no dq darby texas Allen. tornado i'm sorry yeah texas no no I, I just love how they kept referring it to that because yeah. i was like because when i heard it i'm like wait like a texas texas mm-hmm. or like y'all just using it you know what i mean because last time i heard texas anything was you know new japan lance archer versus uh, moxley for the United States Championship. So, mm-hmm. so, I was like, okay, they, they're actually going to go with this. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but with this match, um, and, and like I said, they would go against uh, Moxley and Allen would team up against Cage and Starks, Team Taz, I guess. Darby's music hits. He never comes out. Uh, they get a camera that cuts back, and Taz just basically puts over Cage. But it's this remark he says where he breaks the fourth wall and says, let me do won't you get in front of me or or else people are going to get real mad. Yeah, And, like, that to me was – that's from Cornette. Like, in my opinion, would you agree, Mark?
1: The, the, what, what'd you
0: say? When uh, Taz made the remark, hey, Cage, get in front of me, get over here and get in front of me, or else we're going to make make
1: some people mad. You know? Why? Like, is, has Cor- <laughs> does Cornette criticize that? I feel like that's like, like why, a big, yeah.
0: a big uh, complaint by the IWC. I have heard Cornette bring it up where it's like, okay. why isn't the heater in front of the manager? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, okay, like, okay, like yeah, Brock yeah, would yeah. be with Heyman. So, right, especially right, right, right. to, to, to yeah. kind of cover up whose face is, putting down that ridiculous promo Mm -hmm. (laughs) what is it pistons his traps are pistons i
1: i I, honestly i really i like what taz is doing i just i I, I just don't think he should be on commentary while dude no not at all
0: i mean the other thing that uh, you know i was talking about them mentioning the other company how'd you guys feel you know you got ricky starks talk about you know when the guy who chokes out of the gold a gold medalist tells you i was just like I, I kind of liked it. In the I like that. Like, I like that. It's like, like, A, of course I'm going to listen to him because he's yeah. got that kind of clout. And then it's also like, B, if I don't listen to him, I'm going to be part of that clout. Like, I will right. be the next right. you know, guy he chokes out because look what he did to an Olympic gold medalist. You know? and, are, and, and, are you and, saying Shrug Daddy would have been Chug Daddy? Oof, I don't know. On the I fly. don't know. That was really good. Like Almost as did. good as pig Pen and Wrestling Like a Crash Test. Though. Uh,
1: <laughs> Almost.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah oh, it was all right but i, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> mind him mentioning taz though and that history because mm-hmm. it kind of reminds the viewer like what taz did when he was i like, think
1: i honestly you know? i think Ricky starks has i'm not going to compare him directly to mjf but he definitely when he talks i do i believe what he said like i believe that he's uh you know he's confident he believe you know he knows who he is you know what i'm saying he's not as polished you know so he getting time yeah. But he's definitely yeah. got swag, and he definitely knows who he is. So I
0: feel like um, he's I'm, getting getting used to like I don't want to say the AEW as a style, but they have a certain yeah. style they present, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to wrestling The NWA. And NWA yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is good, you know. The transition. Mm-hmm. I mean, as, as long as he's going to be able to make the transition, that's all that's important. But yeah, uh, you know, we did get uh, you know him getting interrupted by his own theme music. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> saying, you try hard, you die hard. Mm. <laughs> nice. I'm digging. I'm digging Far. two holes tonight. Uh, two graves. But <laughs> we did get the heels coming out to uh, absorb a humongous coffin drop. Yeah, speaking uh, of graves being dug from uh, Darby Allen, nice. Uh, who actually no showed his entrance music. Mm-hmm. I figure something was up because jo- why would John moxie come out and act like nothing's wrong? Be yeah, like, dude, Your partner just didn't show. Well, you were... I almost thought maybe the reason he did the promo himself was because the cover for, you know, you had reported off, Mike, I think that Darby, or maybe it was on the show, that Darby oh, yeah. got in a concussion last week. So I thought they were buying time, maybe. Now that I, know, I think like, about it, he didn't do a whole lot in that match. Hmm. He did jump off that damn tunnel, though. That, <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, we get the, you know, the, the thumbtack skateboard spot. Yeah. Which, whew. Shout out to say, Ricky, man! Just before I mean, that, and I, we will get into that. But just yeah, yeah. before that, very surprised to see Moxley use a cutter. Oh, you mean a, yeah, the running cutter? I mean that that thing is almost it, it's as it it a super bad. kick now. Like no, no, it, it was looked, great. Yeah. yeah, it was like crazy. Like wow, he just hit like a. I th- a I
1: definitely cutter. think there. I definitely think there was a stretch in the match where Moxley got a lot of offense in that was not his typical offense. Yeah, yeah. like the, yeah. that that ended with that cutter, but. You know, I, Yo. this match was fine. I mean, I, I'm not really into a, t- a two tack spots back in a week, back to back weeks. Uh, like, no, no, no,
0: that's very true. I, I don't I like that. Oh, that's I don't right, because like Cody, yeah, Cody got it. Uh, yeah, Cody got it just last week. That's a, Yeah, see, I didn't even think about that when that happened because the <laughs> visual was great. I thought Ricky uh, borderline oversold it a bit, like uh, huh. with the Devon leg, but. Uh-huh. Um, you know, yeah. it, it looked good. Visually, no, I think he like fourteen or fifteen of <laughs> those. It looked brutal. Back, I was but... thinking that. I was thinking that when I saw the the, the Devon tick as well. Mm-hmm. And but then when I when he turned over on his back, I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, I feel like yeah. that's probably eighty percent reactionary for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's very true. And, <laughs> but, and I will say that was cool how he did it with like the. Diving foot stomp on the skateboard deck yeah, on yeah, his yeah. back. You know, what I, mean? I also I, I like that innovative. Uh, was it a paradigm shift? Oh, the coffin drop. Yeah, combo. which they yeah. didn't really call very well. Like they tried. I feel like they tried to go. Oh, and the paradigm shift. And it was like, yeah, we're on to the next mm-hmm. spot, bro. <laughs> all, I mean, even Taz. Like, like they all have a problem catching up to the action because Taz. Like as soon as you know you got uh freaking Darby who hits him with the coffin drop, then you, this is all here on commentary. It's a trap. We were trapped. We, he yeah, trapped yes. us. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, this is the FTW guy? Yeah. <laughs> I will say this, though, for Starks. He had a really dope uh, spear to uh, Darby when he got him right off the apron. That was, like, one of, probably his only good spot offensively. And then uh, I know at one point Cage already had – mocks in that front slam and then he caught the senton attempt by darby and it was like a front slam powerbomb combo yeah, to yeah, sell the before. machine you yeah. know so but uh, i did like to in terms of continuity when he got the uh, the cross arm breaker taz immediately said man that's the same hold i had to throw the towel in on this make me nervous you know so there's a little bit you know layering of why he chose to make that business decision but uh after yeah the match. Uh, I think it's funny Taz is talking about uh, you know wanting to protest Darby's right to use the tax even though it was a no DQ match. But uh, this is the guy see, that came from the land of extremes, exa- which <laughs> I, well, was an, an insanely funny. Uh, but then uh, yeah, yeah, then Mox was celebrating. And then you see Darby kind of point at uh, Mox holding the title, and then they kind of start walking closer and exchange words. And of course, Tony Khan on commentary books the match for next week. Darby Allen going against John Moxley presumably the main event uh aew world title so i would think so i'm excited for that but i I don't think it should be just a throwaway for sure i feel like mjf is gonna run in you know which i think those two it would be a great program but you know well i hope so but uh but yeah that was AEW. um take a quick break yeah get into nxc and then uh yeah we'll be back Hey, what's going on, you guys? It's Quincy Jones. Go from the Quincy Jones Show. And if you've been listening to the show, and I'm sure you have, we just announced and introduced a brand new sponsor here on the show. Shout out to Storyline Tees, man. We just plugged their very first design on our last episode featuring Finn Balor, a.k.a. Prince David. If you guys know, you know, the prince is alive. This design specifically highlighting his origins back in New Japan. And of course, with the Bullet Club. And of course, I got to give you guys a hot new exclusive. This actually dropped last week during his birthday week but fear not i'm gonna hook you guys up man storyline t's back at it again with a collab design with dream match wrestling featuring the heartbreak kid Shawn michaels yes but this time again this is all about telling stories within sports entertainment this design is highlighting the boyhood dream the night that Shawn michaels beat brett the hitman heart 24 years ago march of 96 back at arrowhead Pond. Damn, I used to work for that building. Doc Lesnar still works for the building, but me, growing up a hardcore Shawn Michaels fan, you know I already have a vested interest in this. This is one of those moments that I hold deep in my heart, and I know wrestling fans alike, if you guys are fans of just great competitive matches, you already know the Iron Man match, 60 minutes, sudden death ending, I mean... Come on, man. Again, one of the most prolific moments in professional wrestling. And what better way to commemorate not only Shawn Michaels' birthday, but one of the greatest moments in history and his legacy than grabbing one of these shirts, man. Once again, boyhood dream, highlighting Shawn Michaels just in time for his birthday. And I'm going to let you know where to go to get it. Shop.spreadshirt.com backslash 202 podcast shop. Once again, shop.spreadshirt.com backslash 202 podcast shop. And don't forget to follow them on social media. Once again, they are available on Instagram. That is at Storyline underscore T's underscore LLC. Again, mash that follow button. Stay notified for all new designs coming out as well as all existing designs. Again, these guys just started their shop. We're excited to work with them. But I got to remind you, it is a brand new era in the merch game. Custom designs telling stories of sports entertainment. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man! What the hell is going on here? What is up? We are back. We are back. And let us not waste any time, man. Uh, NXT? It's, yeah. about, it's about that time? Um, I,
1: have, I, have no, I have nothing for NXT, bro. I really didn't... That, that,
0: let me let, there's only a few things if, if we're going to go that route yeah then, we'll no.
1: just go to the things that will work because, because you yeah. know we, we uh,
0: started with the I, I don't know if this match was announced or what but it was Io Shirai and tegan Knox versus dakota kai and candace ray I, I, but, horribly but, but, presented but but, I, but one thing i noticed and i read something about this, I, didn't, I
1: i don't even remember anything from it and i watched it like two hours ago so they're, they're no
0: longer i didn't i don't have anything about the match but i one thing yeah. i wrote is they're no, no uh no longer pairing uh dakota kai with Raquel. Is that, Wait what? Is that, why? If you know she wasn't out there, well, and I heard that they, they well, were going to mean- back off that. Wait really? what? Yeah, that's the what? dumbest thing. They
1: did a whole. A- thing yet. Hey, if there's a, if there's a different. That is, no, are uh, you sure about that? That doesn't make any sense. If, wow. If,
0: if, if, there's a, if there's a different uh, a different report out there, because I get hit with a bunch of shit, and uh, like some of it I don't read into, some I will. Hmm. But I, I was like, I wonder why this came up, and then I watch NXT. I'm like, okay, I noticed she's not out there with her. Yeah, Yeah. I didn't know if that was just a precaution or what, though. That was, oof, man. Uh, We did uh, get a little bit more uh, evidence on the legitimacy, or I guess I should say the uh, fakeness of this whole Adam Cole, uh, Pat McAfee yeah. show incident. I, I should say, by the way, EO won that match for her. Team. Yeah, she did. And it was weird that Knox hit the shiniest wizard behind the ref's back. That seemed like that's going to lead to a match between her and Laray, I guess. But you're right. This is <sighs> we would get the it. fallout from Adam Cole. And um, I mean, they showed a recap of what happened. And then as well, they showed Triple H uh, appearing on the show. You guys, Ooh. did you read his apology? Well, he never yeah. apologized to him. Uh, apologized to him directly. No, and I never Which brought makes, up his name either. Yeah, yeah. This makes you think that's what they're gonna do. But uh, so, I mean, should we read it, or you think everyone's seen it by now? The apology. I mean, I, I, I have it right here. Yeah, same. So. I have it right here. It's not, I mean, he goes, well, yeah, so. I've had, I had the weekend to think about everything, and it's still hard to put into words where to begin. First of all, to anyone that I offended, I apologize. I apologize because I represent a brand that commands respect, not just because of what we do in the ring, but how we handle ourselves outside the ring. Even though he continued to push my buttons, I should have kept my composure and acted like a professional. I'm embarrassed by my edu- uh, by my reaction, however, and I will make sure something like that never happens again. Thanks for the continued support everyone. Yeah, Triple H was really putting over how it was just like a big miscommunication. And then it mm. just kind of ends with Pat saying, well, hopefully we can like talk this over, which makes me think it's not really over. So Yeah, because what I got in the report, it says, uh, quote, it's a curious move if the goal is to do some business between Cole and McAfee. It's worth noting the NFL punter turned media personality isn't the apologies audience. McAfee is never named and only alluded to as the cause of the behavior Cole is apologizing for. The longest reigning uh, NXT champion is saying he sorry to WWE and the WWE universe, not necessarily Pat. Uh, they could continue to build heat by having the former Indianapolis uh, Colt All-Pro point that out. I guess they had to get that over. And maybe demand a personal apology from Cole. In the meantime, the statement itself creates doubt among those who were convinced this was all storyline, or even if it doesn't, it at least gets folks talking about the incident again. Only way we'd know it's a shoot for sure is if this is the last time we hear about the incident. But of course, they create a video package talking about it on the show. So I I mean, I don't, I don't really know where they're gonna go with this. And yeah, I was surprised uh, they covered it. Like the minute they did, I was like, oh, I can't tell if they're trying to control the narrative or if which is something they would do. Yeah, hundred percent. But after that, we had, um, you know, this is a match I talked about last week. Uh, we were trying to figure out if this ever happened, which is funny because they did mention it in the first couple of minutes. It was Gargano going against Roddy Strong. Yeah, I was, they, I they was thinking a, the same uh, thing. I was like, they actually actually booked it. Yeah, they had a <laughs> Twitter war based on who lost and calling each other a dork and a loser. Pretty um, much, yeah. Commentary, they said the last time, the first time they met was April in 2019 and Gargano got the win. So that really lets us know, like, they didn't even meet early on before Roddy's, like, UE era, Mm, well, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. disputed era days, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Era, and mostly I could say is you hear them calling each other loser and a dork, but they're doing like incredible mat game. Um, I put a cavalcade of counters for sure. Um, and to the point where Marl shoehorns, they're spending more time on the mat than Van Gogh. You know, so you kind of get what they're doing. You mean canvas? That's what he should have said, but he said mat. What the fuck? Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. I used to be an art major. That's so your man's, though. Uh, but uh, basically, all you wrong. need to know, uh, <laughs> Mark, is at some point, basically, uh, it's weird. Gargano is working on Strong's arm, but at some point outside, he hits a tilt to whirl head scissors that, that, you know, sends Strong head first into the barricade, then uh-huh. throws him into the ring post, then hits him, into, like, throws his shoulder first into the plexiglass, rolls him in, hits the final beat DDT, slow cover, and wins one, two, three.
1: Uh, it was okay. like...
0: So, you're not going to win with submission. And I was just Roddy, thinking, like – Roddy's like, I ain't fucking tapping. Well, it was weird because I'm thinking Roddy looked like a damn, like, rock star last week. And then what if someone saw him for the first time, they come to follow up, and it's like, oh, so he's just good at counters. Like, because that's all it looked like in this match. But, I mean, the only, you know. oh, my only comment was I love how they were comparing the two based on uh, size and stature. Yeah, definitely. Um, and cardio. Um, which, yeah, I mean, again, man. it's almost like – huh, these two would be a kind of a cool tag team, low-key, but, you know, whatever. And, you know, to add to what you're saying with the Raquel thing, uh, Dakota did have a backstage segment where they – because she walked out on Candice when they were losing, Mark. I oh, you okay. watch it, And they basically said, oh, like, what do you think – you know, what's up with that? You walked on the match and the partner, and she says, I am not – I don't care about Candice, and I'm done being a team player. So when she said that, I did have a puzzled look like, so is she not with Raquel? But maybe what you're saying is right, man. You know, so. I mean, I, that was the thing too. That's a double entendre because this is the quote unquote captain of Team Kick. So, yeah, d- definitely. You know I mean, um, um, she does call herself the number one contender. And then Rhea Ripley walks in with bleach blonde hair. That Android, was it 11? Yeah, Android 17. TV? 17. Thank yeah, you. Seriously. <laughs> yeah good call she's not doing herself any favors no she's not (laughs) and uh she says hey i want uh eo and basically i'll go through whoever thinks otherwise so yeah i'm gonna go through anybody exactly so uh and after that we get a segment with thatcher he just puts his he puts over his opponents just says you know Loomis is a tortured artist. Well, he'll yeah, know he, more on the subject once he steps in the ring Yeah, with me. that and, was like – I mean, because he said what the broken foot oh, – I don't know what this push oh, yeah. you're talking about. That one was fell flat. The second one with the tortured artist one, I like yeah, that one. Yeah, because he kind of got in his way. But basically, Mark, he, he said, Finn talked about a push. Well, the only push I know is when I push my shoulder into his kneecap and dislocate his leg. And it's like, ah – yeah, but yeah, but, but Loomis, he thinks he's a tortured artist. He knows nothing of the subject until he steps into the ring with me, oh, which yeah. is fine. Uh, but then you know you got Dexter Loomis who is lurking behind him. As yeah, he does. I did. I did like that. This next segment I liked a lot, and it, yes, there's, there's a second follow-up. Mark, you need to watch this if you get a chance. Undisputed eras is in the back. They're sulking over their losing streak. Roddy just lost, obviously. And then Kyle returns to the fold and says, Hey, I'm tired of the excuses. He reminds everybody, like, tired tires- of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> tired of Hollywood, tired of the excuses. But he fires everyone up, reminds everyone who they are. Bobby Fish, Absolutely. Cole, Roddy says, You know, yeah. we ran this place the second we came in here and we needed to go back to what we did. And that's changing the business. And you, you, there's a little bit more on that as, you know, as mm-hmm. we see later. I love how course fish is my man i always got a quotable that's spot on man yeah spot on kyle, spot on, kyle. uh <laughs> after this uh we just got a match Shotzi uh going against mercedes martinez mercedes would win not much of a match she debuted a new uh a new Boy, finisher the, the for the white her. noise the air raid crash yeah because she usually uses the fisherman buster so but she mm. ended, yeah very true proving the first i guess consecutive win for the robert stone brand uh we did get a vignette for ridge a uh, ridge
1: holland yeah he's a ridge
0: U, uk talent. that's his yeah ridge holland yeah um challenge
1: Ridge ball <laughs> yeah, it's like
0: it's like is what's your name rich holland and this is the best you can do like i was like ridge holland that's a weird Terrible. Name, but i guess Terrible. he's a former rugby player he's got a kind of a good look i've never heard of him before his name his is Ho- his, his first name is holland and he's the heir to the pepperidge farms <laughs> there you go it <laughs> well, all makes Bridge. But uh, yeah, I guess he's going to make the jump to Wednesday nights because he's going to be uh, going after the North American title as well. I assume he's going to be one of the people named in one of these triple threats. Oh, he actually yeah. was at the end of the night. I'll get back to that in Okay. A okay. Um, this will lead us to the Keith Lee in-ring segment. Um, basically, he comes out. This is probably the best promo and best fire I've seen from Keith Lee. Mark, you need to watch this. Oh, no, I saw it. I saw this. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so, I mean, and for those who didn't see it, he basically comes out and acknowledges Dijakovic wanted to stay in the match on his own. You notice he kept calling him Dijak. Yeah, exactly. That was one thing I kept noticing. I was like, oh. And then he acknowledges that uh, Cross basically has been trying to do what he can to get his attention and say, hey, I want to shot at your title. And he points out that there's all this, quote, unquote, extra bullshit that he had went through to do it. Um, and basically says, Hey, come out here, have the balls to do what you haven't done yet, and that's face me man to man. And of course, the number two guy in Mark's life behind MJF, Cameron straight to the moon. He comes out and uh is definitely not wanted. Let's uh uh-huh. tells Keith basically, I'm the one that should be upset because you gave away the North American title before I could take both of them off of you. You mm-hmm. know, and like you said, Quincy, you said once I get the NXT title, I'm going go straight to the moon and uh Keith gets over, you know, with with the obnoxious interruption, goozles him on the apron, gets a one, you know, single arm beal. This would bring out Scarlet. Uh, and at this point, Cameron tries to hit a cave in, and then he turns it into a uh, spirit standing bomb. spirit yeah. bomb. Um, and then this would cue a cross on uh on the on the Titantron. And he said, "Hey, what kind of man are you?" you know, for standing by idly as your friends suffered at my hands, basically. And says, I hope you, you can live with yourself for doing that. And says, you know, I basically I got two more choices, easy way. Give me a title shot hard way. You don't even want to know, but it ends where everyone suffers basically. Uh uh Uh, And then we got Keith Lee saying, pick the time and place. And I'll whoop dad ass, which was Uh probably the most appropriate thing he could have said. It it Uh got a big pop, you know, Um, after that, (laughs) Wasn't really much. Well, um, we were reminded that the the tag team belts are actually still uh, still uh, existing, and uh, they're on around the waist of Imperium. Yeah, that was uh, weird against Everrise. Yeah, and Ooh. the they hit the European bomb. They won. That's all you need to know. Well, I mean, post match they started cutting a promo. Yeah, they got attacked by I mean, UE, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Did you watch that,
1: Mark? Yeah, I, I watched most of NXT, but I wasn't really paying attention.
0: Oh man, I, I enjoyed that. this because you see the fire. Get reinstilled in everybody by Kyle in the back, and then when they yeah. come out, and I, I, I'm not even gonna lie, I liked how they were starting it. Bartell was like, "Oh, the standard bears of the tag division have returned," and then boom, yeah. shock to the system. These guys run out, and like I wrote, fuck shit up. They, you know, yeah, they hit yeah. the high low, or did they call it the no man's land, or did they? Yeah, just no man's that? land. Yeah, okay, I didn't realize oh. that's what it was called. Uh, but yeah, and they basically lay him out, and let you know that ends up having implications for next week as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, we do get a promo package for Bronson Reed. um It just shows his Australian I mean, yeah, it, it, roots. It, it, it recaps his journey to WWE, yeah. his NXT debut, and just his big win from last I did, week. I did like how he quoted MJ. You know, that is a famous quote. There's those who want want it to happen, those who wish it to happen, those who make it happen, and he felt like he's one of those guys that has made it happen. Uh-huh. Um, he does coin this. You know, hbk realizes his child or I'm um, sorry, boy, his his boyhood, boyhood dream, dream. Yeah. Uh-huh. and take over. He'll realize his thick boy dream. By the way, shout out to. Uh, storyline tease i already dropped the ad i know you guys already heard it before we got into the review be sure to go check them out they just actually dropped the shirt featuring the boyhood dream just had to get that in there there you go Uh, after this we got uh, gm regal he has a video response for cross and lee he basically says let me remind you guys that will not be bullied into making championship matches those are still and will always be earned here in nxt only question is: Do you guys believe that was a shot at AEW's kind of frivolous booking of how they don't always follow the rankings? Or well, it's like they only bring it up when Maybe. they're like, and then we're gonna and then Dark Order, who's number five? Yeah, they 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 deserve a champ. Like, why would they deserve a championship match at what? number five? Well, well so Darby, Allen. Darby Allen, Darby Allen. Oh yeah, yeah. That. I'm sorry, Darby I'm Allen. Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was like, all right, whatever. Um, I don't think it was so much a shot. I mean, I think he was just trying to make it seem like he's not going to be intimidated just because you know. got, you got these two seem like a verbal brass knuckle from the former king of the ring, man. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> a man's man. Maybe he felt besmirched. Maybe that's what it was. There you go. But you that know kinda. what? Uh, it's crazy about this next match. Cause I was just thinking, I'm like, dude, I haven't seen Jake Atlas in a while. Oh uh, yeah. Jake Atlas, he returned, I guess he got medically cleared. He went against uh, Isaiah Swerve, Scott, a uh, really good match. These guys are very familiar with each other, but eventually uh, Swerve would win with a JML driver for the win. There is a crazy spot where um, it's weird. They're both on top of the corner fighting to get leverage, and Jake uses a half Nelson to lift up Scott in an Avalanche Samoan drop DVD from the top row. Whoa. Very cool. Like, think okay. of Buddy Murphy's move without the pump handle. He uses a half Nelson instead very impressive. Okay. You said Avalanche, Avalanche. I would say okay. first it's definitely top rope but it might have been cuz the way he had to lift him up he might have went to the second rope but it's definitely not from the mat, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So yeah. I'm going to check that uh, out for sure. And the last two things we had Damian Priest uh, backstage segment, he's interviewed about his upcoming Triple Threat match. He you know, he's basically uh revealed he'll go against Oni Lorcan and Ridge Holland next week. Uh, he says this opportunity was made for him, and, but he does get all an <laughs> credit and he calls Holland legit from what he has seen so far. Um, but he also says it's not going to be an upset victory like Reed last week. The favorite quote unquote will win and says once he goes to the ladder match, his reign of infamy will begin. And uh, uh-huh. after that, that would bring us to the triple threat, which was uh Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher versus Dexter Loomis. It was an interesting, um, melting pot of styles um there were certain spots that were cool like when the match started finn and thatcher immediately started brawling and went outside and they were just getting stared at by loomis and he just did that barrel roll uh senton but landed on his feet and stuck the landing and everyone they're just looking at him like what the hell you know so uh. he had his spots to be the outlandish one uh, only thing to really uh talk about is Ballard would hit the pele kick at one point Uh, and get the sling blade he would set up for the shotgun uh you know i guess with the john woo kick john woo drop kick but uh it does get uh countered by thatcher um thatcher works over finn's leg pretty well to make good on his threat from earlier he does slap on the single leg on both men at some point um Basically, I thought we were going to get the same fitness as last time. We get the sit-out Uranagi and the Katakatami, which now Dexter is calling the silence, apparently. Uh, and he has it locked in. And, of course, as you guys could think about it, boom, coup de gras from the top rope by Finn. While he has it on, he goes to cover Dexter. But while he goes to cover, Thatcher's able to snag his leg and get a low-key single-leg crab. It's really, really cool to see. He turns uh, it into a uh, ankle lock. And wraps the legs, and then Loomis slides back in the ring, and he applies the silence until he passes out because he won't let go of Finn's ankle. It's innovative. I don't think well, it was a, the, the best execution, but it was a, a different finish. It's and a good way to, to protect. Okay. Yeah, but, more than one guy. Uh-huh. But the one thing I can't say, especially when the guy who won, so who won? So the guy who does Dex, the Dexter Loomis would win. Um, and all I what? can say is that's exactly who we thought would join uh you know Bronx bronson Reed, last yeah. week so it's crazy how this is lining up i do hope priest uh does end up getting in the match because i think he would benefit from it but the matches are i'm sorry the, the show ends with loomis basically exiting and he has a long stare at the title and that was nxt
1: so okay i'd not
0: be mad if they uh if swerve found a spot in that in that uh ladder match as well uh, i would not either i would not um but yeah i mean in terms of better show um I think the matches, not everything, but I think the matches in AEW were a little bit better. I think so. Um, but I, th- but I think the segments that NXT had with the video packages, I mean, obviously, WWE reigned supreme in that department. Yeah. Um, they sprinkled it a lot. But they did have more, obviously, more continuity. That was, like, the key word you were talking about before with AEW. Um, Though... Uh, yeah. I, I would say that I'm more uh, excited to watch AEW next week as opposed to NXT with with the lineup that they put down. Definitely, I mean, this week I thought the tornado tag was going to be a cl- I thought how they opened with the five man, the way that went was going to be how the tornado went, and uh, yeah, you know, so I can enjoy a good main event that doesn't involve mm-hmm. the Bucks or doesn't involve the, you know Jericho or the Inner Circle for a change. Mm-hmm. So I like mm-hmm. that change of pace. Love the FTR contract segment. Love getting the more rules on this tag team tournament as it rolls out. Uh, love that Stark's got to speak on the stick for a little bit. Um, yeah. there were, I think there was more MJF. positives, you know, seeing Anna Jay, seeing Brody. Um, the fact that, I mean, I didn't, I like Cardona showing up, but the again, the fact that Reynolds and Silver out there without any, not being flanked by any of their homies shows that that was an independent recruit, which is stupid, you know? Um, I know that's up their character if you watch BTE, but you got to watch BTE, you know. So, but I think side by side, I think matches and segments. I would say AEW just pulled up a little bit more, especially with that MJS segment that really brought them. in my opinion, you know. So yeah, um, NXT did have good action, but I just did the the weird tag match that they started with with EO that wasn't even announced. I thought we were going to get Dakota and her in a title match, (laughs) that didn't happen or a confrontation. Um, I didn't mind Roddy versus Gargano, but it was a short match, not what we deserved. Yeah, they had a 10 they had a 10-minute match. I was kinda uh, I mean, but then again, you know, don't give don't give it all for free. It was just NXT feels like it's in cruise control, bro. Victories, you know? Imperium beat Ever-Rise. Mercedes had a short match. There was like a lot of short matches that didn't have big-time things, like, or implications. Keith yeah. Lee's segment was probably the best thing, yeah. and UE getting refocused was probably the best thing on, yeah, on I, NXT. I, so. I definitely agree, because I, I wasn't a completely a, a fan of the Carrying cross promo, uh, and him not I being there. I didn't mind it. It's just... He, just, he needs he to, need, to find his lane well, over there. Well, they need to figure out what his lane is. He's great at what he does when they mm-hmm. give him something that's going to be great. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, he can only control to... what, you know what I mean? He can only do what they're going to tell him to do, but... Um, I figured now's a good time uh, as any before we get out of here. Yeah. I know we had a little bit of chatter going on in the, in the little uh, group chat we had about trying to help the dark order get over. Man. It seems like we, it's been a while since we've had one of these, but I'm really happy. Um, we've been teasing one and talking about doing one, but. Oh, they, it's a... oh man, we got a drop back and everything. It's awesome. I, I didn't know we had that, but, uh, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we've been so – yeah, you're right. And, and um, I, I, let, know, I know Let, let me got, explain. My, let me explain it. it it's been I, a while. Yeah, I and mean, I was going to say, because I know Mark's got probably some limited time, so we'll definitely uh, jump in. But go ahead, Quincy. Definitely. Uh, how this goes, we take someone that we think we could book a little bit stronger or maybe they don't – we think they're being a little bit misused or help them get a little bit more juice, a little bit more shine. And then what we do is we show them gotta get over we've done tremendous amounts of these before in the past including ty dillinger yep. matt hardy yep. uh, Apollo uh Cruz, Bobby Paul Lashley, Cruz, that was yeah. part of the same one tyler breeze kona reeves has gotten love from the kjs crew. he definitely has amber moon is another one that's, that's been on the list yes. as well um it's been some time but you know all three of us are here so again good a time as any this uh this week we're going to be focusing on the dark order uh believe it or not um and you know, obviously we haven't had too many complimentary things to say. You know, overall. Yeah. I mean when they do great him. when we do when they do great we talk about it as we did uh, in this episode, we gave Grayson and Uno their props, but we just have been thinking that they need to move different. Um I know one thing we were talking about with McFly was possibly you know, you're, we just brought up Alex Reynolds. We just brought up uh, yeah, because, John Silver. Yeah, because what it was is on BTE, it looks like they're looking, they're, they're inching maybe towards cutting them off in some way or demoting uh. them because they just keep being idiot F-ups. You it's know always I mean? fucking Silver. <laughs> exactly, you know. And so the question I asked was, who would you guys have joined Dark Order to replace those guys where Mark instantly said the Ascension? And that's mm-hmm. what really got the, the whole thing cracking uh, because we,
1: we lightly touched idea. on that, yeah. you
0: know. and But, yeah, I mean, the Brody needs better soldiers, right? And yeah. That's kind of the what we're trying to bring because we want to take this whole Dark Order thing seriously as a threat. But when you look at who they got, not everyone's in the right role. That, is that safe to right say? Right role, not everybody's uh, – well, Their, their equity is like- not on the same level as well.
1: Almost mm-hmm. the entire uh, stable is made up of guys that are that have may or may not have potential, but they're probably like at least a couple years from being good enough to be on regular TV. You know, yeah. so it's like, and they're not really physically imposing. So it's like, I mean, I get, I like the idea of having young lions and having like prospects, but yeah, nobody's gonna be afraid of you if those dudes are are like green as fuck and they're standing up there like they're not a threat, really. You know, so
0: yeah, because the way I kind of like was comparing it is like, okay, so you're so you're a mob. You're only as strong yeah. as your henchmen, but if your henchmen suck, right? Exactly. You can, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah, these, they gonna get to you. These guys they 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 hang out with killers and hitmen, like they're not gonna go. You can't. For you the, can't have a bunch of putties
1: score. out there, bro. If you got a bunch of putties out there, you're gonna lose. Yeah,
0: and, and which is why they always beat Rita every time. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for real,
1: man, Goldar. First of all,
0: they shouldn't even know where y'all lair is at. I'm just. I, I, don't. I mean, <laughs> well, that's the thing is, you know, when you said the young lions and like, the, I know one thing you had said was like having Anna Jay who like we said, I mean we were questioning where she was uh, you know, this week and last week. Um yeah, because she got yeah. recruited and it was like did they, they forget about it, but she's out there. I don't know I'm not too sure yeah. how I like the look. She seems like she's dressed like Bunny, you know? Yeah, I was gonna ask you guys, lovely, but yeah. I was like what the what's the difference? Yeah. You know? you know what I mean? But um I do I mean one thing you said was Anna J and Alan Angels specifically and who was five and then ten kind of being in charge or maybe overseeing this young lions thing, you know, and I could see it kind of being like Cobra Kai, you know, like in a sense, but, you know, a little bit more darker where they're they're taking recruitment very seriously, you know, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Bottom and to take them to the top, Uh which, you know, also the one thing that you were talking about was uh, possibly if it wasn't Anna Jay or was, I think maybe it was you. Oh yeah, talked about possibly uh, having uh, Abaddon, yeah, as a uh, you know, as a female. female. Yeah, I'm not mad at Anna Jay because she definitely can go in the ring. She's still young, yeah, for her tenure. But um, I don't know if. I just don't know. I don't know if I want to keep seeing these baby, baby faces like white, you know, what I mean? because that's what she looked like doing the whole magician thing. And then she was like, OK, I'll go with you guys, you know, and it's, it's the, gra- like yeah. the greatest show on earth. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, and it looks like it's going to take some convincing to to convert her versus someone who could really use it.
1: You know, that's yeah. frustrated well, but, and something like that. But you know? again,
0: she is. I mean, they, they always talk about how young she is. So if she's quote unquote mm-hmm. young, and yeah, I think, I think
1: the only easy. reason I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I'm, I wouldn't be against it, but the only reason I, I, I would understand I'm not using Abaddon or whatever her name is, is because she's kind of more of like a supernatural gimmick. And it seems yeah, like Dark Order is more of. Dark, Dark Order seems like it's more of like this corporate cult thing that's like taking people that lose or are or, or green or young and like offering them this chance at, you know, this like pyramid scheme. Like almost a, like a pyramid disenfranchised, scheme. Disenfranchised, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah it, I mean, I know uh we we had talked about, you know, you, you brought up the Young Lions thing. One of the other things we discussed was if there were like two separate divisions of the Dark Order. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, between, between, yeah two, two different tiers. Yeah, we, 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 had, we had a few different. Uh, you know, rosters that we probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got I got one in front of me here. I think this yeah, is the one yeah. you elected actually, Quincy was um, Brody, Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, Allen Angels, Ten, and again a, a name we had brought up is as the Ascension. I don't believe they're going by the Ascension anymore. I believe they have uh-huh. a tag team name. Cannot remember if it likes me right now. Um, mm-hmm. but I think that's solid. I mean, um, and uh, but the, it's, it it kind of goes back and forth. Well, what about no, know, What
1: about what about what about Cole Cabana though?
0: Yeah, Colt as well. I think it's, it's yeah, one of those yeah. things where we took Colt off the list, not to take him out the group, but knowing yeah. that he's gonna—he's still a slow project versus yeah. the guys you want to see in the, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. within the—I i don't, I don't want to say the inner circle, but of Brody, you know, that that are going to be his confidants and constantly – I der- would, think,
1: in my opinion, I think the young lions, like guys like Ten, guys like Allen Angels, Anna J, even I guess Silver and Reynolds, whoever else they they re- decide to recruit, those guys should only be on Dark or in vignettes if they have some sort of like dark order HQ or like school yeah. or some yeah, place where they brainwash people maybe even an office it could even be an office i mean if, know, if, if it's if they're aw dark, and you dark know. order
0: yeah uh, i was going to say that would be a good way to market it like this is our show you know right, exactly, they're exactly, they're known yeah. as, as the awakening by the way oh the 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 ascension, uh, the ascension. so they're yeah. the awakening yeah and that that's okay. kind of funny because right in brody's uh, theme song the first thing you hear is wake up
1: wake up yeah yeah that's so. true
0: well the one one of the reasons i i had uh set colt not in that current division yeah. and part of the young lions is because i thought him being you know we talked about it before probably being possibly being the most high highest profile addition recruit that they have mm. it's like they he he still has to prove himself so yeah. it's like yeah. if, if brody were to give him this project his first big project under the dark order to help get these guys in line, which would be the, the, the young lions and their recruitment
1: process. So you're I mean, saying Colt, Colt would, Colt would be the, in charge of the, like kind of like
0: the overseer to make sure, like say, so say those, those six or seven names we named would be one division. And then the other, the recruitment portion of it would be overseen by Colt. Whereas you would also have Stu Grayson and evil Uno and Anna Jay uh, still trying to, you know, get their, uh, it's, it's kind of like what, like rush week for like yeah it's because, like yeah basically i get what you're saying yeah they're they're trying baptism by fire they're trying to they're trying to to prove themselves personally i think colt should be closer with brody because yeah me colt seems like a personal recruit by Brody. Mm -hmm. you know so i feel like especially with their interactions he's his role is served best from a TV standpoint and from a character or storyline standpoint, as close to
1: Brody as possible, my opinion. Yeah. Now, I think they should I think they should send Uno and Grayson down to be the leaders of the other lives. And to keep, I was just gonna yeah, get into that. Yeah. It's
0: tough because Grayson, I think, has been great. Uno, yeah, true. it's 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 a two-way yeah. street because Uno was the one I think I was saying it was kind of like the the voice pumping life yeah. into the belief of the <clears> exalted <throat> one, of the dark order even existing. Even when, you know, there were yeah. horrible snaps, you know, they were caught in de- back in December of 2019 right, right. and everything under the sun that was working against them. He was the yeah. guy in the front line. And, but I feel like the minute Brody was revealed, obviously there was a the travel issues, but it seems uh, like they took him off the stick. And I feel like that's where Uno really thrives is, I mean, he can go in the ring, but I don't want to see him wrestle solo. I mean, he looks, he works best uh great synergy tag team wise with Stu I mean they've known each other forever yeah. obviously you know so that's where I want to see him like that that's the limit on in ring action but I think he could really do a good job with 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 speaking but it seems like they've just transferred all that to Brody you know and I even noticed on ETE yeah. whereas Uno seemed like he was the one more favored by Brody or the exalted one you would and Stu didn't really talk that much. He seemed like he was an enforcer. They've kind of flip-flopped a bit yeah. where he's Uno's kind of more of like fallen out a, of favor and he's like a babysitter, almost like a loot. Yeah, yeah. Also. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost. like he's a supervisor or he supervises uh Reynolds and, and Silver instead of like yeah, yeah. You kind know. Of the answers for their fuck-ups, too. Yeah. But I don't mind Uno being repositioned as maybe the lead guy that oversees the recruitment of the young uh-huh. lions. Him and Stu, or maybe him, Stu, and Colt are the three. In charge if you don't have Colt next yeah. to Brody, but I still think you should put Colt next to Brody. Yeah, if maybe if it was like Brody. I think you had wrote. Oh no, Mark had Brody, the Ascension, and Colt, and then the rest would be on the recruitment side of things. I mean, you even wrote right here that uh, pretty much uh, where is it? Oh no, no, wrong one. There we go. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm reading. I'm, I'm reading back all this stuff that we were talking about. But you, you basically said that Eva Uno and, and uh, Stu Grayson. Would it be like the main enforcer or Tatsu, uh, for those who are uh, familiar with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle franchise? Oh uh, yeah, that's for the for saying. the foot soldiers before you get to the toku yeah. Razor and the and the Shredder yeah. being obviously you know and of course and... Colt Cavana is Kino. You did it right. You <laughs> said Colt is Kino. Clearly, yes, <laughs> that's all for my Ninja Turtle heads. But yeah, you guys get what I mean. Like that. I just think like there needs the the divisions within the like to have a, a infrastructure within a quote unquote corporate cult gimmick, I think yes. is a necessity I to mean, make it yeah. more organized instead of it being, hey, this is fight club. One of us has a match and we're all gonna just show up on the stage. Yeah, we like, we we had yeah. talked about like borrowed portions of like the corporate ministry type of uh yeah. Stuff. I mean, yeah. but, you know, uh, I actually wanted to see if you could expand on this a little bit mark because you had said, "What if they had like a school?"
1: Yeah, um, I, I'm more. I'm more of a fan of the idea of them having like an office. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, or, a, like or a, a base like of a, operations. Yeah, like a corporate office, like where they, where they, where they, where they, like brainwash and train people and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You could have vignettes there with evil Uno there, like giving PowerPoint presentations and
0: yeah, you know, whatever the a brainwash you know, room
1: yeah oh, like, like a tv so, yeah. and just a yeah. single
0: chair or something and just nothing but the dvds for right. fast and, and like a low like a dim light bulb or something yeah like mm. they could mm. yeah i think you're right if it looks like an official business I think uh, the, or a company uh building yeah. and then you just happen to have a dojo
1: and happen to have these unorthodox yeah yeah rooms, Dude, that, that well, could be, it could be one of the, it could be one of those things where it's like it, it looks like a snyder from three you got one of those things where it's like it's an office yeah. and there's people working in it you know what i'm saying yeah. And then, like, there's, like, a conference room, or, like, it just goes into a, a big, do- like, crazy-looking dojo with, like, a ring and, like, yeah a propaga- a dark order propaganda everywhere. And so You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just to have a the contract. They can, you're
0: yeah. right. No, see, Quincy said it. And at and it, it, first it's funny, but you're right. It's like Snyder from Three Ninjas. He's exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. A, 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 What a – I don't want to say he's a ninja, but he's a karate master, but he, he's a yeah. total business guy. He's a, he's yeah, a you know? total yeah. – like, he, he's a criminal outfit. Yeah, he, he's uh, I mean, do your homework, kids. Us boomers are just schooling we, Yeah, we just gave you two movies to watch. Here's uh, your gems. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I, and you know, one thing uh I had an idea. Like they can call that room. That could be the only room that looks like that room. Everything else is is prestige or just looking great, like an office should be professional. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. they're like, oh, you know, say it's like, oh, take them to the enlightenment room or something like that. Yeah, right, I mean, right, like yeah, the yeah, wake yeah. up or the awakening, the reprogramming, room or, or the power, or maybe like maybe that. the darkening. Yeah, I mean, Maybe not so spot on the nose, but you know what I mean? But yeah, um, what, about,
1: what, what about what about the dark room?
0: Oh, uh, uh, there, there we go. go.
1: Boom. Yeah, I, I, and
0: they could contact mm-hmm. me. I'll license it out. Yeah, you <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> Every time. It's just that, the, 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 the instrument. Yeah, you could just play that on, on slap and on slap. No, I was going to say what I like, too, is um the number thing. You had said the awakening, uh, formerly the Ascension, should be one and two. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting because I think you would always think, the one would be the exalted one, or yeah, yeah. Uno, you know. But they don't have numbers, and yeah. I don't, I'm not mad at that. To be honest, I just—it's—it's. It's, it's, I mean, stu, it's uh, stu used to be Dose, but he yeah. was right. Yeah, he, he was, was Player stu- Dose, Stupefied Dose, mm-hmm. and but now he's just Stu Grayson. So I don't—I don't know how how they uh they float that one. You know what I mean? Maybe Sir Sir Pentico can teach him some Spanish. I don't know how it goes, but. Um, we did mention, you know. So, what if Silver and and Reynolds? I mean, they just need to. get – I think they need to be the mess. ever rise of AEW. You're right. You're right. Well,
1: they are, in my opinion. I see them. I see them flunking out. In, in our version, I'd see yes. them flunking out of this school office thing. Like they just they don't they can't they don't cut it, and they can just go be baby face comedy act, and then probably you know get yeah, uh, future I, endeavor.
0: I could see Uno getting his because you know the whole thing we we're talking about sticking him there to oversee the young recruits and lions etc his prospects yeah. etc is because he needs to reprove himself because obviously he's fallen from grace in terms of his yeah. positioning with yeah, the organization yeah, yeah. So i feel like even if you throw that in there where it's like he yeah. gets to the point where he's getting over silver and reynolds because like they're going to cost him yeah. his role and maybe he's the one that go, that does a brody and walks away and maybe yeah. does a hand gesture and all the lines, you know, they they jump them out, and I yeah, to me, yeah. I feel like that's how you know if you flunk out, you get jumped out. You know? well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, they, they also say like you know if you got to watch the young guard because if you don't, then they may overthrow the uh, the the old guard.
1: Yeah, that that that's always yeah. You could potentially lead up. That's what I'm saying is you could basically how you could set it up is you could have the you could have Grayson and Uno fuck up again and not be able to get the tag titles. They just can't get them, and then Brody's mm. like, all right, fine. and then Brody brings in the Ascension and demotes them and says, okay. You're in charge of this. You're in charge of our of our of our recruits, like of our whole recruiting of our uh, process and all that shit. Uh, you're no longer one and two, and then you have you know Dark Order on. You have the you have them on Dark with all these young guys. And then on the main side, you have dark you have the Dark Order on uh, Dynamite with mm-hmm. your bigger stars, yeah. and then potentially if your young guys get good enough and, and charismatic enough, you could bring yeah, them up, or you soldier. could have a civil war type thing. You know, so yeah.
0: – yeah, I can see that. Yeah. One thing, too, I had to say, too, I know we were talking about the school thing. Uh, I, I'm just catching this text where you visualize, Quincy, that it could be kind of a mix between, like, the Killian Dane vignettes and the Thatcher Thatch can. Like, or, in- yeah, yeah. I remember when Killian Dane, when they changed his whole uh, direction, they had him kind of in a room, dark room, watching, like, all these, like videos of like just war. it kind of reminds me of like when they they download it like when lilu downloads the concept of war and fifth element right movie. right yeah uh, it was so. almost the same you know what i mean um but yeah something where it's like not necessarily uncomfortable is the word i was gonna say not necessarily sinister but uncomfortable tense and you said it was oh yeah and the, the, the thatcher i mean that, see if, if we actually if, if brody was actually snyder can you remember snyder freaking throwing some dude on the mat. He's like oh yeah this is why you- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, i, I making examples, man. Yeah, I, I could see I could see something like that. I mean, um, and you know, I I had to do some research real quick. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna act like a, I didn't just pull this up my house, but uh this is a reference that I got a pop mark. I feel like Reynolds and Silver are like henchmen twenty one and twenty four for the monarch.
1: Wow. <laughs> I mean listen I love the reference but they're not I but I love Henchman 21 and 24 too much. You know what I'm saying to to give that to Reynolds and and, and so <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I guess in terms of like uh dynamic between Right the, right the yeah, monarch, yeah. which would yeah. be Brodies like <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> you Yeah see I I I just I think the thing is too the reason why we even thought about the dark order is like don't get me wrong, we enjoy some of the segments on BTE, but I think the point I was making too is like it just seems like I'm borrowed time. You know, again, yeah, it seems like they're getting over Silver being the continuous fuck up. Uh the Kool-Aid thing, it's never great. Uh Silver can't do one no. scene without breaking. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. funny, but it's not funny, you know? And, yeah. and and I think those moments and just a sidebar or why you said Mark specifically like Mm. You can see babyface comedy gold on these two, like when and if. They I, I wouldn't say
1: gold, but down. I'd say that they, they sh- if they're going to be Rons. anything, they have they have potential as being a babyface comedy tag team, in yeah. my opinion. Like, ha- enhancement talent, if you will.
0: Yeah, because – and my thing is, again, and going back to BTE, I think those bits the, – the paper, it's funny, but you're not going to see it played out on TV.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's
0: why I think it's on borrowed time. So at this point, I just feel like they really got to do some – to to really help take do something to propel it where people take it seriously we had well, talked I mean, about wanting it to be like the modern version of like the corporate ministry to, to an aspect I, I go back and forth on that because i never like when the minister the dark you know the court or was it the ministry of darkness became corporate but i think there's a there's room to elaborate and execute it way better i mean you know? i think there's a more modern acceptance of stuff like that especially yeah. when you look at uh, you know american horror story and, uh, yeah that's another you know, thing we talked about yeah that's you were talking about popular. cults being yeah mm-hmm. more and more of like a uh i mean like a popular me, thing i was gonna say excuse yeah. of the phrase but a cult classic yeah for very, sure, you know I mean? uh, very much and, um, and even down to it's just people like, like controversies and uncovering cover-ups like the cults like you know and so oh, that's right conspiracy in conspiracy theorists yeah, and stuff right, like so that, that that's and, right in with a company being in bed with a cult you know so it's all the right temperature for something like this but i don't know if they huh? got the right people behind it like th- you know who would be they would benefit from taskmaster would do i that was just thinking of, oh, I, that. I was thinking of kevin sullivan it's funny you said i was thinking kevin sullivan and he called him by by his kayfabe name yeah name, <laughs> he's depends. off the grid man <laughs> uh, i mean well i think they deserve it just because dude we were all there live for double or Nothing it sucked when they yeah, showed it, up and everybody was just chanting, who are you? It was, a, yeah. It, um, and, and us being from California, yeah. uh, you know, one of the biggest hotbeds for uh, indie wrestling. I've heard of these guys, but I, I wouldn't have known him if I walked by them on a the street, you know what I mean? So
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, they definitely need something that's going to make all this work that they've done since then feel and mean something, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause they could even pull a new demo with the people who are fans of you know, because horror is I mean, like... Yeah, you, and, and, you look and, at Impact and what they've done with Rosemary and Sioux ex- Exactly, and, and all that rolls yeah. into those who are into Matt Hardy. serial killers and cults. Some the and supernatural stuff. True crime. You know I mean? yeah. True crime is a big bubbling industry 100%. right now. So, you know, yeah. in terms, so they could really, they have a chance to really put this thing over, do it right, do something WWE didn't get right. I think I said borderline, this is kind of the first time you've seen something where it's like that specifically a business front for something else. Let it uh-huh. put on Colt. So I think it's the right kind of different. But I I, I agree with you, Mark, that if mm-hmm. they mess this up with Colt, don't even come back to school the next day. Right, right yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah. They, they really need to get this right, man. So yeah. like, you don't go here no more. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so um, as, as a final for the members list, I mean, so obviously Silver and Reynolds off, but yeah, I 10, think it was 10, 5, yeah. a female, if not Anna, I don't know who else they would get. Yeah. Is who's is five? Uh, is that angel? That, no, that's a different guy, right? Uh, five is yeah. Um, five is angels, but he called himself angels. the dark, the dark angel, right? The dark yeah, angel, and, and yeah. he was the fifth recruit, is why they call him. Okay, five. okay, that so, makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so five, ten, Colt, uh, the awakening, Brody. I, I mean, that's great. I mean, I almost wonder if maybe they should have just got uh Bunny or Allie instead of Anna J, and not have her get paired with. Butcher and blade in the first place uh-huh. because you're not doing that with them now. Yeah. So yeah.
1: They're sure like, like, Hey,
0: we got this tournament coming and we really need, <laughs> we really need you in that. So I don't know, man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that would get him over. What do you think? I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, just listen to what we have to say and, uh, you know, join the, 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 do dark not Georgia, just know? listen. <laughs> no, I honestly, I think we, uh, we did. We, first of all, we had our work cut out for us and I think we, uh, did our due diligence here i mean yeah. we, we didn't sell ourselves short again first time getting this segment in for 20 uh 2020 period mm-hmm. um again good as time as uh as any but uh, i want to thank both you gentlemen um of course again i mean i'm hoping we can Come get wrong, another buddy. one going soon i know we had talked uh briefly about maybe sean spears revisiting visiting that again now that he's in a different yeah. set of circumstances but we'll see i'm, I'm not I, gonna I put more uh, i'm not gonna put a date on it or any type yeah. of I mean, we, we helped him before and he'll trust us again. I know it. It's just, he put out this promo where it seems like he's having an identity crisis again. So do you want to be a perfect 20 or not? (laughs) We could double it up. Let's go. But no, thanks. Thanks a lot. gentlemen, uh, thanks again for everyone listening to uh, the Quincy Jones show and choosing the show to be your outlet during this time right now. Again, follow us on all social media. That is the Quincy Jones show on Instagram. That is Quincy Jones show on Twitter. And it's well backslash Quincy Jones show on Facebook. Feel free to hit us up the Quincy Jones show at gmail.com. If you are a sponsor uh, interested in possibly getting some air time here, getting some ad space, let us know, man. Um, if you're an independent wrestler, Uh, We are definitely interested in trying to get you on the show and uh, getting some uh, interviews, getting some uh, promos, whatever you got on your chest. Let us know, man. Again, TheQuestToJonesShow at gmail.com. Doc, you want to let them know where they can go and get that music that you pushed so hard? Yeah, you already know what it is, man. Doc Lester, hip-hop hybrid, the only one in existence on this planet in the world of mainstream hip-hop and underground and pro wrestling as well as independent wrestling that's me on commentary or behind them boards you already know what it is boys so go ahead check out my music check it out for free just as a sampler on spotify do yourself a favor and add it to every playlist you've ever created in your life after that if you want to go ahead and put some money back in my pocket support local business catch me on itunes amazon anywhere you stream on any platform that you could think of i am on there I'm telling you, bar none, YouTube, Pandora, title, everywhere. In the meantime, follow me at Doc Lesnar or at Doc underscore KJS on Instagram. Follow us, Tower Gang. That's right, Tower Gang, at Tower Gang, because we make music too. And, of course, man, you got to follow me on Twitter and Facebook at I'm Doc Lesnar. And those are all my plugs, except for next week. I promise you, Quincy Jones, I'm dropping some new heat. Well, you know what? I'm going to double up on that. I think I might bring something, too. Woo! It's been a while, wow. yeah. Sounds like Harlem heat. I Woo! do I do things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I rhyme sometimes when there's a mic in front of me. I don't just always talk about wrestling. I tell him Stevie. I'll talk about wrestling while I rhyme. Sucker. So <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah. Maybe we'll do a little uh, musical episode. It's been a while since we featured music on the show it as well. Been, yeah. Um yeah. Mark, thanks again. Uh, I know no it's problem. NBA season, so I know you got to go. But I do it, <laughs> definitely appreciate your time, man. Hopefully we can get no together wrong, again soon. And look forward to hearing more about your comic book as well, man. Yeah, definitely. Oh no doubt, man.
1: I will. I will definitely keep you guys updated on that.
0: For sure, man. Thanks again. Uh, till next time. Top guys.
1: Out. Out.